Yeah. 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 Mini Street in the air. Black Street coming up later on in a concert venue near you. We are are live at Radio Row. It's Friday. It's Friday. And yes, if you thought my brain was fried Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, right now, in fact, people are looking for brain donations, and I told them you don't want my brain if I pass out and the Eagles win the Super Bowl on Sunday. (laughs) It's Tony Bruno, Miss Robin, Luigi Curto. It is the craziest day ever. And that's what I've been telling everybody. It's a slow build. Robin has seen it. Now it's officially out of control. We are brought to you by here at Super Bowl 52 on Radio Row from the great Bloomington, Minnesota, Mall of America, the great Thin Optics. Thin Optics. They're always with you, and you can see the unbelievable selection of thinoptics.com. And when you use the code Bruno, if you order Thin Optics right now, go on the website. You order it right now. You know what you're going to do? When you check out, Bonnie Jill, you put in the promo code Bruno, you get 15% off. Ah, so Bonnie it. Jill Laughlin is with us right now, and she is wearing eagle green. Well. Even though she's, uh, <laughs> she's in L.A. where they now have two football teams, and she's a San Francisco Giant baseball fan. Big time. Yeah, but it's funny. Everyone thinks I'm in my Eagles jersey, but it's actually a puppy bowl jersey. That's what I'm promoting while I'm here. And Emmett Smith comes up to me. Bonnie Jill, take off that damn Eagles jersey. And I go, no, it's a puppy bowl jersey. Exactly. Well, obviously the puppies are rooting for the Eagles. No doubt yeah. about it. That's another sign. <laughs> it's it sign is. It's another sign. It's a sign. The puppies. It's yeah. a sign. In fact, you have, when we were in Christmas shopping, you know, you're looking for little junky stuff for kids. Right. We bought those headsets at the Five Below store that say Philadelphia on them. And we took them here for more good karma. So you've got all, everything working for you, Tony. Exactly right. Except my brain. We have some of our fans checking in. We have fans? <laughs> there they are. <laughs> oh, actually, that was Hillary Clinton when she did. Remember when she did that? Making fun of Trump. But it was such a great dog bark. We keep it in our system. Bonnie Jill Laughlin's an old friend of mine. We go way, way back. Way back. Back into time. And while I keep getting older, she stays the same age. And <laughs> yep. she does everything. She knows more about the NBA than Luigi Curto, a self-professed NBA expert. I know a lot about the NBA, but But I'm not discounting her knowledge, but I'm just just saying I know a lot about the NBA. Yes, I said you do, but I said you don't know as much as Bonnie Jill. Well, that's yet to be determined. No, that's a given. Trust me. She scouts for the Los Angeles Lakers. She's been an NBA scout. They're in a tank. Because they want to be like the 76ers, and, <laughs> right. then, and they want to get LeBron to but come over there. But I left them back in 2013. See, but you, you you've been you've been you've been scouting NBA town for a long, long time. Long time, yeah, long time. You know that you're still in touch with the game. We were talking about the play. I wouldn't have taken Lonzo. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> oh. Her and I can talk. Well, <laughs> we're okay. Then. I don't go. think you need to be a deep inside NBA yeah. insider. And Magic yeah. kept saying, you know what? If anyone can turn this around with LeVar and Lonzo, because I can. You know, he said Magic can do it. You know, but is he? No. I, yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't like to, to trash a guy because his dad's a, you know, a promotional nut. Right. Well, I don't I think, blame him, but I think I feel bad for the kid. I, I do, do too. Too much pressure yes. on him, and but I think that this proves that men just need to listen to us, women folk. They just need to listen to us yeah. the first time around. No arguing. <laughs> I will. I will. I will agree that I think Brandon. I, I think Brandon Ingram's going to be a good player. Oh, I love Ingram. He's going to be a great player. I love him. And Kuzma's and I love good Kuzma. Too. I'm Kuzma. so. I'm love glad Kuzma. Kuzma is starting because I didn't like him off the bench. You know, Larry Nance is better right. off the bench. Yep. 
So, see, we're, we're, we're the, the one guy I do like, they, they, they don't they have trouble keeping on the court now with the rotation of guards. I always love Jordan Clarkson's game. Oh, I love He's one of my favorites, and he doesn't get enough love, but he, Jordan's amazing. And they're, they're all then young kids. Then why are the Lakers so bad? Then we have all these the same thing with the Sixers aren't bad. They're playing better. Embiid's healthy. He's going to the All-Star. They got three really good pieces now. We don't know about faults, and we'll talk about that. But enough about the NBA. Let's get into the business now, Bonnie Jill. Puppy Bowl, you've been involved with the Puppy Bowl for a long time. Long time, five years now. And this is the 14th season, so you know that people are watching the puppies if it's 14 years now. And they've added, you know, Tony, they've added seniors, so it's the dog bowl. Senior puppies. They did that just for me. Actually, for my son, Chris Bruno, who rescues senior dogs down in Delaware. And his house is full of all these poor animals that have been neglected and let go. And Robin's been there many times, and they got their house burned down last year, so they had another place in the woods that they had to... Put, throw together so they can house these poor animals. Because and you they, know, people don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to adopt senior no, dogs. No, and that's a lot what we people. always take too. My, me and my family, my mom and dad, they have 13 dogs, and they're all special needs. One has three legs. One has, you know, oh my is god, completely it sounds blind, exactly like Chris you know? Bruno. Yes, yeah. they and have it's 15. Great because no one likes special needs or seniors. They want the puppies. Yep. It's but the same it's, with me. Nobody wants me anymore. I'm a senior. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm still active though. <laughs> I'm about ready to, you know, drop him off by the side of the road. Are you? You're <laughs> done, Tony. After the after Radio Row Week, you're, that's it. That's going to be it. I'm going to be put down on Monday. Well, if the Eagles win, I may put myself down because it's finally it'll be finally, finally? Be over. Wow. After all yeah. these years, they finally get that Lombardi, and you know, you hear fans and all. Cleveland fans, Cubs fans, you know, I was happy when they finally won. I was too. Like when I the Red Sox ro- finally won. I always won. for the team, the underdog, and the team hasn't won it. You want to root yes. for them. Exactly. And I'm sorry, I'm tired of Tom Brady, and I'm tired of, like, his excuses. And, you know, if you know if he doesn't win, there's going to be some excuse oh, yeah. of why he, you know, didn't win it. And I'd love to see Nick Foles, a backup quarterback, beat Tom Brady I in know. the Super Bowl. You know how amazing a and story that is? That, that, but that, I don't hate Tom Brady. I mean, the guy's still. I don't hate you know, him. I, I mean, you amazing. gotta respect him on the field. I just would love to see someone else finally. Yes, somebody <laughs> else's turn. As and long as Giselle loves him and he's got everything in the world that you can want, world. and the Aston right. Martins and everything you could want. The fact I mean, his life is. Com- I mean, what else could he possibly achieve and accomplish when he hasn't already done? Get six Super Bowls. Six Super Bowls. <laughs> Carson Wentz um, brought it. Brought the Eagles so far, and then he and uh, Nick Foles have worked together so closely. And that he was just able to hand over the reins, and they're working together, both of, you know, inside their heads and supporting each other. I think it's, it's such a fantastic that. story. I've heard Carson Wentz has really took the high road, and oh, like totally. Alex Smith did with yes. Kaepernick, and I love seeing that because that does, that's not always yep. the case. I mean, Tom Brady wanted Jimmy G gone, yep, and that happened, and no. now I'm happy that he's a Niner. <laughs> no, now, Carson Wentz is just being fantastic. Uh, before we talk about the Eagle underdogs, let's get back to the puppy bowl dogs because there's two puppy bowls on Animal Planet, right? Yes, it's a double header. I know. You're going to have the senior dog, Puppy Bowl? Well, what am I doing? Your, your hand, you're oh, speaking Italian, Italian in front of the camera, Tony. <laughs> I, gotta, I have to have, you know, I need tape. I need that XT tape. That, I was uh, like, what's Robin doing? That, the, the type, you know, the tape that Tom, I had it on yesterday, oh, the, the black the, tape. Yeah. I need my <laughs> hands taped down to my, but I wouldn't be able to talk no, if my hands were taped I, down I, to my thighs. I'm always doing this. Body Jill, Jill. Now you can follow. Now what's your what's your Twitter handle so people can follow? At BJ Laughlin, and then on my other Instagram and Facebook is Bonnie Jill. Bonnie Jill. And the you puppies, fo- yes. Are you following me, by the way? I always one? am. Okay, I just want yes. to check. That's a tradition. I have to ask everybody. And then I've known they- you for twenty years. <laughs> I know. Well, you better be following me. Don't follow Luigi though, because he's ornery. What did I do? No, I'm just kidding. See, it's it's easy. I can I, I can work get to him very very easily. Oh, I saw. He's got a short trigger. <laughs> he's a Philly guy, and he's got that short trigger. If we were all dogs, if we were all dogs right now, he'd be a bad dog. 
You're a bad dog, Tony. Oh. You're a mean That's good dog. To be a You're a mean that dog, good? Tony. No, he's like he's like the top dog. Exactly. Top dog. <laughs> by the way, mad love to all my dogs out there. My dog's behind the walls, and the dog's at the puppy bowl. So now the puppy bowl is already taped. And now I was right. joking around with Scott Graham, who does the voice of the puppy bowl. Yes. Who's another Philly area guy. And, you know, Harry Callis did it Remember for a Harry Callis did it? I, oh. I thought that was so legendary to have him doing the puppy bowl. I used to interview that Harry. That brought some legitimacy to the puppy bowl. <laughs> I know. I, I used to interview I, in Philly. I would interview him after the baseball season when he was doing the Phillies forever. And I would actually do an interview with Harry Callis every year just to talk about the he's tough puppy my, bowl. He's one of my favorites. One of the all-time great all -time legends. One of my favorites when I met him. Oh, wow. He was amazing. So now it's taped. So can, there's probably going to be betting on it. So we already know the winner. So do you think people should bet on the puppy I bowl? don't think they should bet, but you know how degenerate gamblers are. Because you know are. it's Team Fluff and Team Rough. Well, team what they fluff. should do is they should actually have betting, but that all the proceeds go exactly. to... Oh, Wouldn't that be... Yes. To go back to the rescue. Yeah, so you because, bet. Because, you know, normally they have, you know, from the rescues in the city, and it should have been here in Minnesota, but since it was so cold, they couldn't find a place that was going to be warm enough for the puppies. Oh, yeah. So this year it's going to be puppies from Hurricane Harvey, Puerto Rico and Florida. Oh, oh that's awesome. That's awesome. And See, and then if they allowed the betting, you know, I mean, it's all in good fun. The, you know, on the split screen now because we yeah, have all those yeah. fantasy stats. So at the oh bottom. Gosh, that would be hilarious. Yes. Right, we have, so How you cool have the scroll like? on the bottom. If you like so-and-so and the dogs all have names, yeah. right? And then you, you text something to bet on that dog. And everybody Make it wins. Happen, Bonnie. Obviously and you, you have won. to have like some animal being like the sports like yes. um, gambler. The you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you like know the, they do the tout. Did you know they have like the? They had Katie Perry was like the. Katie you know, Perry. It was like the halftime show, yes. and they had hamster. They're adding all these different animals every year. Oh, that's Wouldn't fantastic. it be cute if they did like I don't know an owl or something? He's like the gambler. I agree. <laughs> yes. See how we're how, see how we're brainstorming here. Yes. I'm looking for a way to make Puppy Bowl bigger than it is by helping. You know, the rescue so animals year, that are out there every you year. You need to be the voice of the owl, Tony. I think so. The owl? Yes. Oh, my God. And you're the one who's, like, gambling. Yes. Oh, that would be hysterical. And I could do my... I'm actually going to bring that up to yes. Animal Planet. Bring Tell it me up. how funny that would be. It would be I fantastic. I love doing voiceover stuff. You know, I was on Madden 05-06-07, right? <laughs> just in case nobody knew this. I knew that. I, I, yeah, I knew that. Except the people at EA Sports don't seem to remember that I was in Madden 05-06-07. <laughs> I have to, like, beg to get in. We go to the Madden Bowl last night, and I'm like, seriously? They're like, you can't sit there. I said, I'm in the area where everybody's supposed to be sitting on the second level. They said it to you? Yeah. I, you know, I, didn't, I wasn't going in. I, I didn't go. I didn't have table service. I don't care about table yeah. service. I wanted some place to sit with my drink. But remember, Tony, back when we would go and it was first getting big, it was like intimate. It wasn't like everyone. It was like, you know what I'm saying? It kind of like, people like everyone, us. everyone was VIPs there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now they're and like letting now, like, They wouldn't even let Luigi in. in. So Robin really? and I, no. they wouldn't let Robin in at first. They gave me one, one wristband. Reluctantly. So then Robin had to beg. Reluctantly. And then Robin had to beg. And then they said, okay, we'll give you and one plus one. And then we asked for Luigi. And they said no. And so now he sat at home last night mad at us when I'm busting my ass all week to try to get him in it. And by the way, we well, didn't have food. And this is a guy This is a guy that was mad at 8 o'clock when I asked him to drop us off because there was no place to park. And he says, I got to eat. We, there was no food. If he had gotten in, he would have busted that place up because he has to eat, which is we all you should do. You get if you don't eat. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, he works out a lot, so he yeah. burns a lot of calories. Would, so he, when he doesn't would you eat. have been able to make it to 10 o'clock? Would you be able to make it at 10 o'clock if you had gone to the EA Bowl and not had anything to eat? No. What would you have done there? <laughs> I would have tore that place to pieces. Exactly. So right. that's why we saved you and saved the, the beautiful armory. Do you know the armory here? you know what that's famous for? 
No, what was it? That's where the Minneapolis Lakers played basketball. MPLS, oh, wow. The Minneapolis Lakers played there before they moved to L.A., and no, that's and no that people don't me, realize no that. that. Because, you know, this is the land of 10,000 lakes. So when the Lakers were here in right. Minneapolis. Well, I know that's how they have their name. They but so when they moved to L.A., people yeah. were saying, what the hell does Lakers mean? There's no lakes in L.A. There's a couple of lakes, but they kept the name Los Angeles Lakers, yeah. but it all started right here at the Armory. I was there and didn't even know one even told me that. I was is that, wondering that's, what this that's place the kind was. It was beautiful, That's because though, my was. journalistic roots. That's what I do. I'm glad you knew I that. I don't just go to parties and sit down and say, oh, there's Dak Prescott. Oh, there's so-and-so. <laughs> oh, there's a rapper. There were, I mean... There is something about Dak Prescott that was kind of funny. Now, it's not the kind of thing that you want to, like, if you put it out there, media would go crazy and put it in a totally wrong direction. But Dak Prescott was down there flirting with the Eagles cheerleaders. He wasn't flirting. They were just talking. But so in the world of the TMZs and the bar stools. That would have been spun totally huge. out of control. I could have gotten a million retweets on this. But the difference between me and all these people who have cell phones, which is pretty much everybody on the planet. Right. They's like we were at the Eagles victory thing at Broad Street at one intersection, which is one of the biggest intersections, oh, and the guy climbs up on the pole. We were right there. We were live on Facebook. The cops tell him to get down. He gets right down. Nobody was hurt. He right. didn't get beaten by the cops and thrown away. But that person puts that picture on, on TMZ uh -huh. or Barstool, and then it's the entire city of Philadelphia's animals. <laughs> and see that? So I had a piss. So I had Robin go over. I said, Robin, do me a favor. Go over and get some video of Dak Prescott with the Eagles cheerleaders. And I did, and then we sat back down, and, and we're thinking about it, and then we're like, we started talking, like, you know what? This is going to be taken so exactly. out of context. No, it will. Because and if you just fair. send a picture or a five-second video of Dak Prescott with the Eagles cheerleaders, that would have been spun oh, without so any context all by all these, all negative, all all these idiots on Twitter who oh, yeah. just have nothing else to do and just looking for hits, the clickbait people who are looking for hits oh, looking so they for can say, wow, and make it a big deal. Now, was it a cute they, story? They would have said something about loyalty. Oh, he oh, wants yeah. to go. He wants to be an eagle. I mean, they would have exactly. spun exactly. it everywhere. Exactly. And see, we, we were thinking originally, we're like, oh, it's kind of a funny thing. Here he is, well, you know, right, with the eagles. Of course. But it, we were thinking of it funny. Right. But that's but not people won't take how it now. No, no and he wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't hitting on them. There was nothing nefarious right. going on. But all you had to do is post a seven-second video of Dak Prescott and oh, Eagles yeah. cheerleaders, and these people would go nuts. So I'm giving up clickbait for my own I, personal I good just to show that I don't, I don't need that stuff. a thousand yeah. words, imagine a video. Yeah. Exactly. Dak so. Prescott, if you're listening, you're welcome. You're exactly. <laughs> Cowboy Nation, thank me, because I could have had... All the Cowboy fans going crazy, which I already do every time I rip the Cowboys. Well, of course, right. Bonnie Jill Laughlin here. Now, that's the kind of, because that's the difference because I've done this so long. It's so easy to have a cell phone and catch somebody doing something. Obviously, with somebody beating somebody up, well, right. that's, that's evidence. But that's what fans are doing all week long, right? They're trying to catch these players doing something exactly. when they're going into the clubs here. I mean, you know. And, and I, you I know don't what? Like that's that. the world we live in. But just be responsible. I know people aren't journalists. People with a phone, they actually are now becoming journalists because they'll be in a place where a regular reporter or a TV station won't be, and they'll actually get good footage like well, of, of a storm when, you know, when a house is being washed away. TV stations can't be everywhere. Right. But in this case, people are using it for the wrong reasons. But you just have to be respectful and, you know, like, I don't know. I just, it's, You would think that people would just want to be here just to have fun, but a lot of people are trying to get, like, a story. Exactly. Bonnie Jill Laughlin joining us. So... Blake Griffin gets traded the other day. We were talking right. before you came on. You had inside info on this, right? Yeah, I mean, I already knew that Jerry West is wanting to shake it up. And you know how, when it comes to Jerry West, the mastermind, the logo, right. that he is going to get it done. And Steve Ballmer basically gave him the reins finally and said, hey, do what you need to do. And so he's uh, 
made sure to ship off Blake to Detroit, which isn't a place I think Blake wanted to go to, is yeah. Detroit. But, but he found out on Twitter too, right? Yeah, and Andre Drummond, you know, now he's going there with a good team. I, I'm not, right? Don't you? I don't think it's going to be a bad deal for Blake, but. No, but it's, it's not a, bad for Blake. It's bad for the Clippers, I think. Well, right? they're just trying to get, you know, things. The room for LeBron. Now, so would but LeBron go to well, the Clippers? Nobody should find out anything like that no. on Twitter, though. I mean, that's what I've been being told is that. Alex Smith found out on Twitter that yeah, he was traded right. the other day. That's is that. And then again, we'll see what happens with this, but that Steve Ballmer will buy out T. Lou's contract with Cleveland, bring him as the coach, get rid of Doc, because Doc is on his way out, as you yeah. guys probably know. See, I, my and problem, then LeBron is with the Clippers. See, I, my problem with LeBron, and I, listen, he can do whatever he wants, and he did it with the first time, and he went to Miami, and then he went back home, and then he won. The land. But now, you know, he obviously has control of his own destiny, which is why I do the podcast. You want to control your own thing. But to do that to the fans of Cleveland See, again. See, that's what I think is really Yeah, that's, that's mean, bad, So you're going to have them go out burning thing. jerseys again on July 7th? And how about all this win for the land and all this stuff about the land, the land, and now you're going to leave to chase another ring? I don't know. I, That's where I, I lack respect for him is the loyalty to his own city. I yeah. get it. Everybody wants said. you. E, we all have egos. Everybody, When everybody wants you and you're the missing piece, I get that. And, and LeBron hears that and sees that. But Cleveland's his hometown. And again, I'm not telling you. He can do whatever he wants. Just like we all made fun of the stupid uh, the, the TV show, The Decision, oh, you know, with the, yeah. the smoke right and the guys all coming out. WWE stuff. Vince McMahon would have loved that. But it was a joke. It was a joke. It was, it was embarrassing it was for joke. the league. And, you know, he's bought his second home now in L.A. Not one home, but two. Well, I mean, when you got that kind of money, you got to have. I mean, I have, yeah. I have rental property everywhere. They're you know, called timeshares. He's doing with all his, you know, production company, and you know, he's got so much stuff going on. L.A. is, is a good fit for him for his brand because I know that's what he wants to do. I so. put on my resume. I have properties all over the world. They're Airbnbs. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't need to buy a house when I'm only going to go there once, one week every year, I right? Know. It's an outrage. Now, unless I had a hundred million dollars in the bank, right? Then it's easy. So all we'll right, Bonnie Joe, Puppy Bowl, yes, halftime, Eagles Green. You're rooting for the Eagles. Can we put you on the, record? I'm actually, yeah, I'm rooting for the Eagles. I, I want to see Nick Foles upset Tom Brady. You heard it yes. from me. And that's weird because I would never root for the Eagles, ever. <laughs> Why? I'm sorry. I'm a Cowboys fan. You know that? How can you be a Cowboys fan living in L.A.? I know. I hate to do it to you, Bonnie Jean. Give her one of those, Luigi. Oh. <laughs> well, you know the cheerleader for the Cowboys. I know, I know that. And I'm really close to the Jones family, and so I've seen so, I mean, and they've been you have really, to give her a break. They've been really good to me, and I've been loyal considering Cowboy fans, it's hard. <laughs> now that you're in L.A. with two teams, can you still be loyal to the Dallas Cowboys and I not the Rams or the Chargers? I the Rams or the Chargers. Really? Or the Raiders or anyone else. Wow. Yeah. However, are you excited, though, that there's going to be a stadium built and yeah, that the Super Bowl is probably going to be able to, you know, it's going to come out there? I mean, that's... Right. It's just funny because they came with, you know, there's no teams in L.A. Now they have... Yeah, you know, I think that's. It was like USC football was the, the team. I'm gonna there. miss going to the filthy, dirty, slimy, smoke-filled Hollywood Park uh, <laughs> racetrack and casino. Now I know they did that a new casino. Fun, right? I love going to Hollywood Park. I know, and now it's gone. It's I'm like glad. it was old school. One of I the am old glad, school though, tracks. That the Rams came back. Like it wasn't another team that came out because they were the L.A. Rams, right? So it's nice that the Rams yeah. are back. If I'm going to root for anyone, probably be the Rams, I guess. I don't know. I just don't really care about either team. I just, so, I do think it's weird because. In, and look in, at the stands. When you watch the games, no, I mean, no, well, yeah, you I'm saw, talking about this. No, it's, it's the opponent team that, you know, the that Eagles comes in and up, has that, all the fans. The, the Eagles filled up in, in the Chargers Stadium and down yeah. in uh, Carson. It was all Eagle fans. Right. And the I, Coliseum is massive. And that was half Eagle fans at least, right? No, That's what I'm saying. No one really cares in L.A., I'll be honest with you. And they've all gone like once and then they're like done. 
I so do who do feel they bad. care about now? I feel bad, the though. The Dodgers, right, I guess? Well, they care about the Dodgers, the Lakers, yeah. and then a lot of those people are all from everywhere, transient, just like, you know, anywhere else, and so they all have their teams, their football teams that they... You know, I think it'll from. happen. It just is. It's just going to be a little while. And for the Rams were good of, this year. Yeah. yeah. So. But I mean, you can't get any. You can't get a better situation because expansion teams stink for a few years. Yeah. The Rams come back. They weren't good, but they get a quarterback, and then the first year they, it was ah. The second year they're playing great. Right. And they're still not taking over the town. I just I feel think the bad new stadium the, may help. I feel bad for the Chargers though. Like in, so in San I. Francisco area, you know, you have you have the Niners and then you have the ub- ugly stepchild, the across, you know, the Raiders. Know. So I'm happy for the Raiders that they're going to Vegas. Vegas so I think I. it's going to be And you know, know why the Super Bowl is going to be in Vegas oh, now too. Can you too. imagine that? And it's going to be back in Los oh, Angeles what a where it has to be. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> oh, but man. I don't think a town should have more than one team. It's just See, not fair. But look at LA. They got two hockey teams, they got two baseball teams, two basketball teams, two football. There's like But they don't have two soccer teams anymore because Chivas no, is gone. Chivas is gone, yeah. Outrage. So they've got a galaxy now. Exactly. But is, is Beckham still LA playing has... for him? No, he's in Miami. No, no I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> people like, you know, in LA too, they've got so many things going on with the entertainment world too. you got to think about it. So they don't get... Yeah. They, well, know. Tony used to say it all the time. In LA, the, the reason why there's not as many football fans is because you get up in the morning and you want to go outside. You don't want to be inside watching but the game. But what I love right. about living in LA is at 10 o'clock, I would get up at 9.30 on a Sunday morning, make my coffee, Eat a, eat, a, eat a croissant or a <laughs> pan au chocolat, and then I would turn the games on at 10 a.m., and then at 2 o'clock I would turn them off and go out for the rest of the day and not even watch the Sunday night game. And even yeah. if you wanted to, well, it, it was over so by early like, in LA. Yeah. The games. yeah. Then you enjoy the sunshine, even in the wintertime, and ride your bike on the. That's true. Down the beach where we lived in Venice. I stayed in shape. Now I'm. Oh, a, you're right down the street from me. I'm Marina Del Rey. Yeah, well, I lived in. I was on the other side of Washington okay. when I moved there. And then I moved across the street, really on the other side of Washington, near Abbott Kinney. Right. For uh, and had a big house there. Which I do is, miss the weather in L.A. I miss, I miss my the house weather. That the house was the awesome. House. I miss the PCH. When I left L.A., it was 85, and then I came here and it was negative. <laughs> Did I rub it in right now. Give her another one of those, Luigi. I hate to do it to Bonnie Jill because I love her. Bonnie Jill's picking the Eagles, but the most important thing is puppy ball. So at halftime, forget about Justin Timberlake. Well, this is before, so it's 3 o'clock oh, so Eastern time. Wasn't there a halftime thing, too? Well, halftime for the Puppy Bowl, but there's, you know, they don't want to, like, compete They're not with conflicting. The so oh, they're playing okay, this okay. before the game even starts. All right, so so it's you can watch the puppies game. and then watch the big game. Because you don't want to watch, like, six hours of pregame it's, stuff. It's perfect. You can watch puppies, and then you watch the underdogs. Exactly. exactly. Oh, a lot of Eagle fans ask me that. They said, Puppy Bowl, you got the underdog? So, Aww. yeah, cute, right? <laughs> do I get a cute little sound? What do you give her something? Give, give, give me another uh, dog bark there, Luigi. She wants a cute you sound. You can see Luigi's uh, not the, happy the, right uh, now. Uh, I just want to speak. Uh, see, there okay. you go. Bonnie Joe, you know I love you. It's great to see you every yes, year at the Super Bowl. thank you for having Bowl. me on. It's always fun. Even and next time I'll, crazy I'll, I'll let you and Luigi go at it on NBA Knowledge. We don't have I enough like time. We're already on the same page. No, he's a good guy. I just like I like to get him riled up so to speak <laughs> i know how to push I his buttons. off the interview that's I, I like so. to push his buttons every once in a while and then you see him he gets angry he, he's about to become the lou ferrigno as a hulk <laughs> i was going to say the hulk <laughs> exactly right i've been effort i've been efforting to get some stuff for the table here and try some calamari for yeah, the table I'm doing the production stuff you like calamari and stuff uh yeah, is that what we're going to have next time? We're going <laughs> to have it soon. We've got to go catch we normally, a plane. We've been having food every single day except oh, yeah, for today. Oh, yeah, you're ordering tacos, I heard you say. Yes. I got some tacos coming. Yeah. Are you an ahi fan? And we got the, but, but you're leaving, but we would give you a free. Yeah, hook her up, man. If you want to go, you've got to leave. We, we, we're hooked up with Cantina Laredo. You know Cantina oh, Laredo. Oh, wait, I love Mexican food. Is that what you were talking about? This is to? tableside guac. Oh. 
at no charge. Oh, and also a complimentary Casa Rita from Cantina Laredo. See, other, but you have to do it other, here at the Mall of America. Um, the other hosts don't give me all this. They don't give See? you anything. They don't give you anything. No. We give you I get all candy sorts of, and like. You get Skittles, which is like so three years ago. Marshawn Lynch, nobody cares anymore. Even the Raider fan, now nah, they still care about him. I don't think Gruden cares. <laughs> no, I don't think he does either. Are you leaving right this second? Um, I'm leaving here, but I'll be right here. Are yeah. you? Okay, so you're gonna still gonna be in radio, right? Yeah. When when Cantina comes over, come over. We'll oh, grab some tacos. Nice. Get a little nosh you. before you get on the plane. Yeah, you don't want to. So are nice. you flying nonstop back to LA? No, I'm connecting. Where? Chicago. Chicago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you that's, could that's, get a double weather whammy. I know. That's I get stuck like midway. Yeah. Because I get stuck anywhere, anytime in Dallas or Chicago Chicago's during this time, I get scared. I do, too. I, I get scared every time I go to Dallas because they don't like me down there. <laughs> no, nah, they're great people there, too. I like you. Too. Yeah, they're great in Dallas. Like, everywhere I go, the people, you know, they hate Philadelphia, but then I go and represent my city well and treat, show people that we're not all disgusting, imbecilic idiots. Just some of us are. <laughs> Just some Bonnie Jill. All Thank the Eagle so fans have been really nice to me tonight, and I've told them I'm a Cowboys fan, and they're not mean. I think and when I came down to the Phillies game with the Giants during the NLCS, those fans were really nice to me. I'm going to be honest, and I was scared. Were you wearing a Giants <laughs> so jersey? Yes, I was wearing all Giants, all orange and black. Media and not gives, one of them said anything mean to me. Media gives everybody a bad rep, and it's just the few. And those few, I actually think that the people that are a-holes the fans that are a-holes, they should be cut off from going to games. They should not be allowed. Fans, bad fans in every city. Exactly. Yes, and again, I think. I'm not think, defending any of the idiots in but Philly, I think so that's please, the, I'm not defending them. That's the only way to teach them a lesson. If you react badly, you should not be allowed to go do. to they a game pull, anymore. They pull tickets from people, season tickets. You don't think those people can get back in? Of course they can. There should be. Well, now with all the electronics and them the having to show ID, stuff, and yeah. they should not be allowed back in. No, They shouldn't be allowed to even watch a game on television. They should have their cables cut. They should have every their tubes cut. They should have <laughs> no more procreation for you. They should be shut down and no, put I mean, in, a, in, a, in a holding cell underneath the stadium. No matter what city you're in, you give a bad reputation to everybody. <laughs> else. I think there's bad fans in every city. Yeah, they are. I was in L.A. when they were burning cop cars in front of Staples Center yeah. when the Lakers when, beat the Pacers. When they won. When they won. I know. And I was I was inside the studio at street level, right on Figueroa, and they wouldn't let us leave. I've never Jack understood Nicholson when, when you was win, leaving. Why are you going to destroy your city? I've never. Know, Jack Nicholson that. was leaving. He couldn't get his limo out of the parking lot. We couldn't lot. get out. We had to stay in there with Dr. Buss and everyone exactly. in this little cubby forever. So it happened. <laughs> Vancouver burns down their city when they lose Stanley Cops. Yeah. I'm not saying that that means Philadelphia fans should do the same thing and get a free pass. Nobody should get a free pass. No, not at except all. Except the ones I gave you. Yes. For Cantina Laredo. Thank you so much, Tony. You are so Bonnie welcome. Jill I want to get a picture, too. Absolutely. Yes. I'll take so for let us, um, we're starting to do this now, even though we don't take breaks. Let's just do like a little uh, musical interlude. Musical. You got any gangster in there? We don't have to stand up. I'm just going to have a sitting, and I'll just turn around. And he'll snap All right, but I don't want to do it while we're on there, because I want to continue. So, oh, Luigi, okay. you have some, just a little like a bumper music, as oh, we yeah, like to say. Okay. What do you got for us today, Luigi? gangster? Give me some gangster. <laughs> as long as it's not like real, real, real gangster. Oh. It doesn't get any better than this song. You can play this song anywhere, anytime, and people immediately start. I played in my sleep. I lived in this song. Oh, I love it. Yeah. We're coming right back. We're live on Radio Row, Mall of America, baby. It's the Bold North with Bold Bonnie Joe Laughlin. You know who's going to join? Rod Carew is coming on the show today. I love his story, by the way. Oh, I love Rod Carew. It makes me cry. No, I'm not going to be able to stay. I know. Who else is coming up today? 
so many people, Robin. We have the list is endless. Andrew Zimmern. Andrew Zimmern from did you from the fun, Travel did Channel. You give her thin optics. I gave her yes. thin optics. Oh, yeah, we're getting we'll give her more thin optics. We'll so give her we'll, calamari for the table. We'll be back <laughs> in less than a minute. Okay, we're just gonna stay here. Stay here. Don't go back to LA. We're coming right back, though. Stick around. Tony Bruno Show live on Radio Row on Super Bowl Friday, yo. Rod Carew will be over in a second. We're back. We didn't really go anywhere except to give Bonnie Jill love. And she smells terrific. She looks terrific, too. She's an amazing lady. No, I love all the people that are checking in. They're watching us live. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I love the fact that they're having, like, li little conversations amongst themselves because we're so busy. Normally, we have a chance to react to them and talk back to them. Mm -hmm. But I want to thank... You know, all of our people that are on here, Jason Nemiroff, Clark Simpson, uh, Roger Patton, I mean, Josh Begum, there's so, so many people. I want to apologize that uh, the last couple of days we really haven't been able to take any phone calls, um, and it's gotten worse. Yeah, because we have so many people coming so, on the show so today. So, many people. So, I don't want people to call in and hang on, and then we never right. get to them. Which is that's not sad fair. and rude. So, so we, we most likely... Luigi wanted to get Buster Rhymes on today, too, mm -hmm. right? You're a big Buster Rhymes fan. Yeah, we, will, we will most likely not be able to take no. any phone calls. You, oh, you, and you know who we chance. have to get on, though, Robin? Oh, there he is. We have to get Kevin Harlan on the program. My man, Kevin Harlan. Kevin Harlan! Hold on, let me go get Tony's him. screaming for Kevin Harlan. Kevin Harlan, if he sees me, he'll come over. See, I don't need to have people chasing down, other than when Robin ran down Andrew Zimmern in San Francisco two years ago, because nobody saw him. And I said, Robin, that's Andrew Zimmern. She literally ran after him in the uh, Mar Moscone Center in San Francisco, the convention nice. center, and brought him over. Now, this is awesome, man. There's a, lot, there's a ton of people showing up today. <laughs> hey, he, he, he just noticed you. He'll probably come back over. He says, I bit. want him. I, usually, I, prefer women, I prefer women saying that. But when Kevin Harlan wants you, he, you is, he is the best. Now, Marv Albert's great. There's a lot of great play-by-play -play guys. But Marv can do anything. Yeah. But Kevin Harlan Kevin on Harlan's an NBA fans. game? No, there's nobody better, man. He is phenomenal. Maybe, maybe Jim Nance at the Masters. So that's about it. Yeah, but that's, that's a more subdued crowd. That is true. Kevin Harlan, what he does great is he stays with the pace of the game. When the, when the pace gets up, he goes up. When the pace is just smooth, he stays smooth. That's the way sports, in my opinion, and again, I'm not criticizing anybody else's style, but that's what I love about Kevin Harlan. And he's going to do the Super Bowl on radio, so he's the voice on the Super Bowl coverage on Westwood One. So that's why he's over here. That's awesome. And uh, I don't think the Timber Puppies are playing tonight, are they? No, they played last night. That was a game I was watching at the bar by myself. Now, did they win or lose, the Timberwolves? They were smoking the Milwaukee Bucks. Didn't the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Sixers the night before? Everybody beats the Sixers the night before, Tony. No, everybody, all the bad teams beat the Sixers and give up 116 points in doing so. Uh, I left in the fourth quarter. Milwaukee was down like 20-something. You were at the game? No, I was watching at the bar. I went to the Iron Door by myself. Loved it. Did you go to the Green Door afterwards no. and go behind it? No. No. I'm sorry. No. No, <laughs> no happy ending last night? 
There was zero happy ending. Did you go to uh, Minnesota uh, Minnesota uh, Tinder? There was a story about that. Did you see that in the paper? No. A reporter did a story. I sent it to you, figuring maybe you could swipe right or left a couple times last night while we were suffering with no food at the EA Sports Bowl. There's, there's breaking Tinder stories? Apparently, there's a story I saw last night that Minnesota Tinder is blowing up this week. Dude. Seriously. Well, I don't make that stuff up. People there's are trying people to stay warm somehow, Tony. Damn right. Ain't nobody going outside and meeting somebody on a street corner for Tinder. Now, we... you got to hook up somewhere Rod warm. Rod Carew is... His handler just came and said that he's making his yeah, way so over gonna, here, but he's just a little bit slow. We're going to keep it right here. As they say on football games and basketball, we're going to keep it right here until Rod Carew shuts, uh, shows up. Because I don't want to start another interview that we taped earlier today. Well, like, like Andrew Zimmerman we have. We, we did so many early. in a row. We came in here just yeah. trying to relax for a little I mean, bit. I we and could all be lazy came in. Yeah, it was and nuts, do what man. a lot of radio shows do. They tape a bunch of interviews and then run them back to back to back to back and then go out drinking and don't do anything. We, we, we can do that later. But we're going to play taped interviews and then live interviews. I'd rather have somebody come in here live, but they're not all here all day. So we're here at 1030 in the morning doing stuff. And then when we go on the air at 2, we had so many, we went live early. We had to turn some people we down, We didn't give actually. you bonus extra coverage. We gave you bonus early coverage. And we got our big party. We're handing out... Uh, Stickers to the folks out there now for the Tony Bruno Super Bowl party. Now, see if you can see this on the monitor, Robin, for me, please. I'm holding it up to the camera. Yes, you can. Just a little see, bit closer, Tony. A little bit closer. There, That's what she not said. Not quite so far. <laughs> not quite so close. There All you right, go. Tell Perfect. me where I am right, right now. Right there. Perfect. See what it says? Fly, Eagles, fly. The only Eagles big game viewing party in mini, as Robin likes to call it. A little bit higher. Higher, right there. A little bit higher. Is that a good spot? A little bit higher. There. There it is. And I'm there reading it, it backwards, which is pretty hard to do. Starting at 3 p.m., no cover charge. Let me repeat. No cover to get into the door at one of the best brewery restaurants in Minnesota. And that, of course, is going to be the Town Hall Brewery. Let Robin put it up on her camera because I can't this. see it. I can't see what I'm just holding it up, but it's not the right spot. Put your thin optics on. Maybe it'll help. Uh, no, I can see. I can't see where the where it's oh, okay. lined up with the camera because I'm, I'm, I'm holding it up see? to the front of the camera from behind. That's gotcha. how you do it, Tony. So um, just go. If you actually go onto the townhallbrewery.com website, you will be able to find even more information there. But so we're, we're starting at out. 3 p.m. Yep. And uh, if you're down here, we can also hand you this little slip, but. There's no excuses for uh, any Eagles fans saying that they don't have a nest to fly the to. The Eagles drum line is going to be yep. there. They've announced they're going to be really? there. Really? Yes. And so after the show, Luigi will be doing his best Las Vegas strip. Las Vegas strip flip card. I don't know what's going on, but this program is just crapping out. Yep. The uh, You know on Vegas when you walk down the strip and the, the, they're doing the flip cards, you go yes. through the gauntlet. The gauntlet, yep. And it's all like strippers. You, you could make it rain with this stack here, room. Tony. Luigi could be like one of those big, and, and the chicks will dig him because Luigi's buff. You know, he's got the growth gone. Chicks dig that because you look like you're a bold north kind of guy. Yeah. You look like I you're, know. you know, and you look like the guy that, the, the, the uh, who is the guy on the, the, uh, the paper towel rolls? The brawny, the brawny man. man. The brawny yeah. man. Except you don't have a plaid shirt on. I can get one. Can you get a plaid I'm shirt? I'm sure we could find one in Minnesota. Tony. And he's, well, he's you can got borrow the work Mike, boots. Mike Jarek had, had one of those big uh, brawny shirts on. And he's got the work boots already. I like I like Jarek's shirt. It was a great shirt. It was a nice eagle green. Now, where was Jarek this morning, by the way? I, I guess he was here doing the show, but we hooked him up to a party. This is the kind of hole that I have 
here on Radio Row. You see all the guests are happy when we give them swag? We have the best swag around. Actually, um, they were, every, huh? no, everybody, happy. she's excited. She wanted an extra package for her dad. Everybody that's gotten the thin optics are like, these are the best swag on Radio Row. It really else is. Everybody is giving like Skittles and candy, but you're actually giving us something that we need. And if the person that gets it doesn't need it, they know somebody in their life. Yes. Like if you're under 40, you probably don't need, you know, help reading things up close. But then it seems, and Bonnie Jill said the same thing, it's starting to slowly go down as far as reading is concerned. Robin wears them, I wear them, and a lot of people wear them because that's what you do now. That's what you do. Uh, Rod Carew is about to join us. And don't forget, the show is being brought to you, the video portion of the show is being brought to you by our great sponsors at Switchboard Live, Robin. You, you know, you see some people do Periscope only, some people do Facebook. There's all these great video options out there. But thanks to Jason Fulbrook and the people at Switchboard.Live, we have now been able to put together for you Switchboard Live, the ultimate in video distribution, the ultimate video distribution platform. You get more online views when you go through their multi-publish feature. Enables you to be live on multiple sites at the same time. So this show right now, right here in Minnesota on Radio Row, YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, Twitch, wherever you want to be, Switchboard Live will put you there, baby. Switchboard, it's how you do it live. And nobody knows how to do it live, except Bill O'Reilly, maybe, every once in a while. We'll do it live. (laughs) Uh, You want to find out more? Visit switchboard.live, switchboard.live, and follow Switchboard Live on Facebook and Twitter. I'm telling you, all you people out there doing podcasts and even any kind of video stream, you don't just have to be a podcaster. You want to send out things, video. You know, you need a lot of bandwidth to send things out through one video source. Switchboard Live handles all of that. You feed them one stream, boom, you don't cross the streams either. You feed them the stream, and the stream goes strong. It's magic. Just like uh, when you get older. You know, when you go to the bathroom and you're a guy, you want to make sure the stream is always strong. And not only that, but like if you're if you're a producer, they, their platform is so easy to use now. It's it's fantastic. We have people handing notes now. Uh, I'm getting multiple notes, and and the reason why, Tony. Now I, again, I've been getting a lot of crap, well, and rightfully so, for being on my phone a lot this week. But I've been doing a lot of things, and one of the things I was looking at while I was while you were doing your read there, Tony, is that I just got a text message from Jay over at Cantina, who said he'll be here in 15 minutes beautiful. with tacos for the table. Oh, beautiful. By the way, speaking of greatness, I mean, I've been great. I've been so fortunate in my life to interview. This is an honor, man. This is a freaking honor. It's right an here. honor for me, and I've pretty much interviewed everybody that you can think of, from five presidents to every athlete, except Michael Jordan, because he's harder to get than the Pope. I could probably get an interview with the Pope before I can get one with Michael Jordan. Really? But when we travel around, you know, there's legends in every city in this country. Luigi's a legend in Mayfair. I am a le- It's my island, Tony. It but is my island. It's your world, and you're in it. I'm not a legend anywhere, but we have a man I, here. I, I, this, is, this is just still like beyond belief for me, Tony. When we, when we heard this was going to happen yesterday, I was like, I had to reread the paperwork. I'm like, is this, is this the right last name? Are we saying this correctly? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, seriously, man. I mean, th- just getting relax. ready to sit in the seat is... As, as, uh, just relax. Our, as Alex Smith said, not Alex Smith, as uh, what's his face in Minnesota in Green Minnesota. Bay. Minnesota. You mean Green, Green Bay? Bay. I, I have that actually right here. Alex sorry. Smith said once. No, Aaron Rodgers here. R E L A 
A-X. Just relax. So Rod Carew is coming over here now. And when you talk about the greats in Minnesota, you talk about, there's a lot of names. We mentioned Harlem Killebrew, who's no longer with us. You know, we had the Purple People Eaters on here. The Purple People Eaters are here. But now, ladies and gentlemen, a man who's an icon on two franchises, not just the Minnesota Twins all-time greats, but also then went to the California Angels before they became the Anaheim, Los Angeles, Disneyland-adjacent Angels. They were simply the California Angels, and his number 29 is retired by two franchises. He's a legend. It's an honor to meet him. I probably talked to him over my years because I'm old enough to remember when this was Metropolitan Stadium and Rod Carew played here. In fact, we went down the other night, Rod, and we were at the home plate pretending that we were batting where you played so many great games here. Thank you so much for being here, and, and we're so happy to see that you're doing well. Thank you, sir. Well, thank you, and it's, it's great to be back. It's always good to come back to the Twin Cities, you know, because um, they treat me so well here. And every time I come back, I get a, a warm feeling of... Uh, Except outside, because it's not a very warm feeling. Well, yeah, true, that's true. But I, I, I love living here. You know, I lived here for 12 years when I played here. Uh, I wasn't one of the guys that as soon as the season was over, I was gone. Tony Oliva and I stayed here for the, you know, during, during the rest of our careers. You know, a lot of the younger listeners, Philadelphia and all over the world, where they're listening to this and watching it on Facebook and all the other... They remember that like, Pete Rose was the hit king at, long after you, but he played in your era. But, but you were, to me, and all the players I've seen, and I've seen a lot of great hitters over the years, I mean, it was so natural, the, the crouch. The, you just, it must have looked like a, a, a grapefruit when that ball was coming up for you. Well, not only a grapefruit, <laughs> but it stopped right there and say, hit me. You know? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I was fortunate to have been blessed with, with a talent that, a lot of people uh, couldn't do. So I enjoyed it. I worked at it. And that's the only way you can continue to get better. I was never satisfied. If I got two hits one day, I wanted three. If I got three, I wanted four. I, you know, I had fun with it. And, you know, and, uh, and we're talking about the, with the greatness of the Minnesota Twins. And you, were, you didn't even play high school ball. You were born in Panama on a train, right? Right. And then you, went to, you were moved to New York. And the scout for the Minnesota Twins saw you playing with a with a broomstick and, and bottle caps, right? Sw singing, swinging bottle caps with a with a stick. Yeah, we used to, you know, in in the neighborhood, that's what we used to do. And then I started playing Sandlot, and um, you know, I enjoyed it so much that when when I went to play uh, to play my first year was my senior year that I want I went out to play for. And the coach said I wasn't good enough. And two years later, I was in big leagues. And rookie of the year in your first year. I mean, the numbers, for people who don't know, seven batting titles. Uh, rookie of the year in your rookie year. The first two years were the only years you didn't three, hit 300. And then you hit 300 for the rest of your career. Batting average, 328. 3,053 hits. 353 stolen bases. And seven steals of home. So how many of the steals of home were right here in Metropolitan Stadium, now the amusement park here, the Universal Park? Ooh, I, I would say maybe four, at least four of them. Seven in one year had only been done by a couple of players, and I, I don't think it's ever going to be done again. No, I, I don't think so either, because as soon as a runner gets on third deck and run, pitchers go to the stretch. Uh, back then, they never went to the stretch. They just kept going to the windup, even though they knew, they knew that I might try and steal home. 
And so they dared me, and I did it. And then they trade you to the California Angels in 79, and you go out there and continue your incredible career until it came to an end. But to be your number 29, to be retired for two franchises, I know most people remember your twin career, but your Angel career was incredible as well. Well, I, I've enjoyed myself uh, out there also. You know, it was, um, it was fun. Mr. Archer was fun. Uh, treated us all like regular guys. And... Um, never cared if you were a superstar or how much money you were making. You would always come down, sit in the clubhouse with us, and talk about the good old Western days. And so we used to have fun with them. Now, Rod Carew is with us, and an honor to be here, but we talk about all your accomplishments in life, the baseball, the MVPs, everything that's gone on. But the major accomplishment, most recent, and it has to be the biggest, is what happened in December when you, uh, a couple years ago, playing golf, had a heart situation, and then you were on the donors list, right, for a heart, and then something happened and your life changed, and you're still with us as, as a result. Well, I wasn't on the donor list yet <laughs> until I had the massive heart attack. And um, since then, you know, it's, it's been great because I found a family that I'm, I'm carrying around their son's heart in me. I've got a Maserati beating inside of it instead of a Volkswagen. So um, we've become close. We've become one family now. We're called the Karulans. And um, it's great, you know, and I'm just happy to be here. Conrad Rulin is the young man we're talking about. He died, ironically, at age 29 of a brain aneurysm. He was a guy who was had his own career, and then he had the brain aneurysm and died. So. You didn't know, his family didn't know who his brain was going to because he donated his, his, I mean his heart, he donated his heart and then you got the heart and didn't know it was from him and his family didn't know it was for you, right? Well, you know, I'd met Conrad when he was about 11 years old. Uh, he went to school with my kids and I met him uh, because I was there to watch a basketball game and he came up to me, started talking to me and I talked to him and the next thing you know, um, here I am walking around with this kid's heart inside of me, and and we're trying to do good things. You know, we're trying to uh, give people the opportunity to um, to have a, a good life, and to you know, we're trying to get people to donate uh, life to them because it's the greatest gift that you can give to someone. Now, you you also had a personal issue in your family, and donations are big. But talk about the 29 situation. It's called the 29 Bund, right? Well, <clears throat> it's the heart of 29. The heart of 29. Yes, and the twins have really taken part in it, and, and they're pushing us to do well. So to go out and talk to people, you know, uh, give them a, a, a chance to um, go get checked, go donate parts of your body that... Uh, you know, you're not going to take all of it with you when you die, but if you can help someone else that's waiting on the donor list, why not? I, I, my, on my license, I'm a donor. I don't know who would want my uh, old body parts, but, you know, if you can save somebody else, it's a great thing. So how do people donate if they want to help your cause? Mary, would you take that? 
<coughs> now, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't get your name because you just you guys came over and sat down. I'm actually Conrad's mom. The oh, donor, the donor. Yeah. The donor oh. well, God bless you and thank you so much. Son Conrad that played in the NFL um, in April of 2016, seven months before his brain aneurysm presented itself, he checked the box on his driver's license um, renewal form. Um, if you're not in line to get that done pretty soon, you can go to, to donatelife.org and you can become an, a, a donor. Mary Newland, and you mentioned where you can go, but when I said earlier that even though you, you, you families knew each other and, and Rod Carew knew your son, that when they actually do the donation, they don't tell you who you're getting it from, even if you may know that person, right? I need to clarify, he met Conrad for maybe five minutes when Conrad was okay. about 11. It's not like we knew each other, so okay. no, that, that, there was no... There was no um, preconceived that he's going to get Conrad's heart. We had no idea. That came to me at Conrad's vigil and at his funeral um, in December, a week, couple weeks after Rod got his transplant. Um, people were asking me, because Conrad being an NFL, NFL player and was known in our area, and Rod, of course, being known everywhere, do you think it could be Rod Carew? Do you think it could be Rod Carew? And I had no idea what they were talking about. I was... Um, in my son's hospital room for two weeks, not knowing what was going on beyond that. And he, uh, somebody, I almost fa passed out when somebody laid out the timeline for me of Rod got a heart and a, a kidney from a young boy that was 29 from UCLA the same day that Conrad donated. I go, you've got to be kidding. So there wow. was, there's just too much, too much to not let it be. So I went home and on East, uh, Christmas Day, I looked up Rod Carew and I went, I, I, it, there was just no way that it couldn't be. It had to be. Wow. It really did. 29 years of age, number 29. And here it is. This, this, this surgery happened in December. We're talking two months ago. You had a heart transplant two a, months a ago. A year and two months. Oh, I mean, a year and two months. But still, he's walking around. and then It's a it's not a miracle, but the, the, the progression we've made in surgery and heart transplantation and lung transplantation has been remarkable. It's been un unbelievable. Um... <clears throat> what the medical world has come up with and continue to come up with to save lives. And um, we want people to know that um, if you can, if you get the opportunity that you can give the gift of life, don't be afraid to, to donate parts of your body. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, not all hearts can go to anybody. It, it has to be a match as well, correct? Yeah, there's more, and that was the, Rhonda didn't believe it was Conrad because Rod has a different type of blood. And I said, well, Conrad has an O negative, but it's not just the blood. They also have to match tissue and other right. things, and Conrad's was a perfect match for Rod. Wow. Also a perfect match for the lady that got his other kidney and the gentleman that got his liver. The lady with, for his other kidney, she was waiting for a kidney transplant for over five years. No family, nobody could match, but your son was a perfect match, she That's told amazing. me. That's amazing. You know, losing a, losing a child is the worst thing that can happen to any parent. Absolutely. But knowing that your child has now saved several other lives, is there, any, is, is, is there a redeeming thing about that? Does that make you feel better? Nothing can take him back, but knowing what happened as a result. He's still here. He is still here. He's you are walking here. proof of it. Yeah, I, I like to say losing my son is a tragedy I'll, I'll never get over. But what has happened since in the months and years that have happened since the whirlwind of events that have happened have been a blessing. So once again, everybody do it. When you get your license renewed, it's right on there. You check organ, organ donor, and that's what happens. Now, and then you'll know. I have one last question regarding organ donation. Um, to 
to be an organ donor, is it that that person has to be the one to make that check ahead of time? Or as a parent, can you, if, if your child has not done that yet, and God forbid something happens to your family, can you make the decision for them? Well, they did come into the room, and I knew that Conrad was an organ donor because he and I sat down together, and he said, Mom, should I be? And I said, you know, it's up to you. But no, you're, you're absolutely right. While they're in that state, if they can't make that decision for themselves, so then it falls on the family to make that decision. Which is such a hard decision to Very. make. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think Very. that family members have so much guilt and, well, am I doing the right thing? And is this what they wanted? And what if I, what if I make this decision and they weren't ready to go yet? I mean, there's all sorts of things that are going through your head. So do your family a favor and make the decision for them well, ahead of time. Well, yeah, some of them are too young. They don't have... Yeah. I've been approached by friends and people that their friends don't drive and they're like maybe seven or eight years old, but they've seen this story and they're saying, I want to be an organ donor because Conrad That's... was an organ donor. But you're right, you take it out of the hands. But And there's a myth, and this is why I think people don't sign up. They're afraid that maybe they won't, and this I was afraid of this, maybe they won't really try to save your loved one as much if they know that there's people waiting for that heart. But let me, can I dispel that myth that they did everything above and beyond to try to save Conrad. There, yeah. He just wasn't going to make it. This was what he was meant to be here, it's, trying to save other people's It's all lives. about the brain activity. And when it's gone, it's gone. And there's really no question whether somebody's still there or not. Absolutely. At the and had he have survived, we don't know what kind of state he would be in. And he would have been looking at me with hate in his eyes. Because you don't go from 6'6", 270 pounds, peak of health, to being... We don't know where he would have been. He wouldn't have been happy with where he would have come out of it. So this was God's will. Well, Mary, our condolences, but obviously we're, everybody who's listening to this and knows this story have to be proud of your son and what you've gone through and for Rod to be sitting here, one of the all-time. And it doesn't matter if you're one of the all-time greats. Certainly you save anybody's life. It's right. a great thing. But then you know that Rod Carew has your son's heart in his body. I mean, that's just... That's, that's just it's, it's a movie. It's I mean, a it's, it's a movie. Yep, absolutely. This, this, not a Lifetime movie, because those are, those are just too, too, too many. Ch I, want, I mean, it's a serious movie that should be made. I agree. And there's still a lot. Of, the good thing is there's so much great video of Rod Carew when you were playing. You know what I mean? You weren't in the era where, you, don't, you know, we don't see a lot of the Babe Ruth stuff. We only see some of it. Your era, there's, there's tape everywhere of you stealing bases in that unbelievable batting stance and all the great things you did, Rod. So happy for you, man. Really appreciate you coming. And uh, I, want, I want the people, let's everybody give a big Rod, Rod, Rod Carew here, ladies and gentlemen. The great Rod Carew and Mary Rowland. You deserve it. Thank you so much, Rod. It's an honor to talk to you, and it's an honor to see you. Thank you for coming by today. And Mary, thank you so much, and God bless you. And, and thank you for getting their story out, because we know that the, the more times that people hear it, they're going to start making the right decisions. Well, I agree. And I think that it's, it's not just about the lives that your son saved by donating his organs, but the story now is going to help so many people just be aware. I mean, it's so easy. Like, just make that check on that driver's license. It's the easiest thing that you can exactly. possibly do. Or, one, or go to OneDonation or um, OrganDonation.com or .org. Yeah. I've okay. been an organ donor since I was like 16 years old. Well, thank and you. And I again. actually, I'm, I'm going to be. I'm. I'm. Uh, the one thing that does not get um, uh, donated when you're an organ donor is your brain, and I just found out that I can donate my brain as well for all sorts of science stuff. So I'm going to yeah, do the, another the thing. Yeah, the pink brain pledge. So women, because when you're an organ donor, your donor, you have to have a separate brain donation situation. So 
the Pink Brain Pledge. We're going to be behind them, too, with, at, at an event tomorrow. So women 18, age and over, invited to take the hashtag Pink Brain Pledge at pinkconcussions.com. So another great organization helping to help save lives in the future. Thank you again so much for coming by. I really appreciate it. Rod, it's an honor, sir. Thank you. The great Rod Carew and Mary Rulin. Unbelievable. Thank you so much. Wow. That's a great story. And to sit here with Rod Carew, who, you know, we're, he's a little bit older than me, but I'm in the same wheelhouse. I, I grew up watching Rod Carew and Harmon Killebrew, and then the, the twins of later, and the and the we'll see you tomorrow night twins. Well, Tony, we're going to quickly have some bumper music real quick so that we can take photographs with them, okay? Okay, thank you. We'll be right back. Yo, I'm getting ready to put y'all up on something, man. Yo, when you see something ill, you know what I mean? That's woke. Anything ill you see is woke. Have me a big six at the curb. That's woke. We're back live. I had to get up and take pictures with Rod. Not only with Rod, but his wife and Mary and Ralph, the husband of, uh, of Conrad Rulin, who was the organ donor that saved not only Rod Carew's life, but the life of another person. And it's just an amazing story. I love, you know, we talk about athletes and sports and Super Bowls and, and comedians and stuff like that. But when it's all said and done, nobody cares about comedians or radio talk show hosts. <laughs> Unless they want to laugh, which is what we all want to do from time to time. I laugh all the time. Because if you don't laugh, you become miserable. And when you become miserable, you should get the hell out of here. But a guy, we, we saw him at the... Was, it was in San Francisco. It wasn't loud. You weren't in Houston, were you? I was in Houston. I was bouncing around Houston. How come I, I didn't see you there? Ladies and gentlemen, Todd Glass... Not Todd Glass. Craig. Craig Gass. Craig Gass, but you know Todd Glass, too, I know right? Todd Glass, so we get, he's been we get on the confused because we both have weird last names. So but Todd's been on the show, and then Mark Gass has been on the show, too. Oh, okay. Mark Gastineau? Not Mark Gastineau. Mark he, Gass. He was a steroid guy, and all of his records are bogus, and he really never Man. deserved. And have the, you seen pictures of him recently? No, I haven't seen him. With the all the all the, all that stuff out of his system? No. He didn't hold up well. It's wow. crazy. That's what happens. I mean, you know, these guys, they, they want to make the money, and they, they sacrifice their bodies anyway. Absolutely. And then there were guys who did this stuff, said to get that last big contract and get sack records and things of that nature. Now, Tony, I know that uh, I was you were so busy yesterday. Did I actually finally show you the video? I that, saw it. I okay, watched it. Okay. So now you do put sure. together this unbelievable video. While everybody else is running around eating, <laughs> you are out there shooting video. And then you're and you're are you putting these together yourself? Yeah, I'm putting all this stuff together myself. But what's crazy is while I'm shooting it, other cameras are on. So ESPN grabs what I'm doing. NFL on Fox grabs what I'm doing. The NFL on Fox was actually really great. They every time they use one of my videos or, or use an idea that I have, they'll say we got to give credit to comedian Craig Gass. ESPN has been talking about me for 48 hours and just saying some guy did something funny at the Super Bowl. Really? And they have no idea who I am. Some guy. Some, some guy, guy has been doing something. Now funny. I went to Mr. Some Guy uh, last night in the uh, Japanese area and had a great, <laughs> had some great sushi. And I, I've been, I've been trying to contact them and say, listen, that was me. And, and it was this silly thing where I had one goal that I thought was an honestly an unattainable goal this year at the Super Bowl. What is that? I wanted to play a game called Can I Make Bill Belichick laugh. That was my goal. And <laughs> it's not possible. And honestly, I would have settled for just showing human emotion. If he would have just showed human emotion, I would have been I would have settled with that. 
uh, as you know, as a door prize. So you went to radio, you went to media night. I went to media night, and I saw you there walking around, but you were too busy working, and I was too busy just walking oh, around. Oh yeah, we're all trying to get people. our content. Yeah. And I, I walked up to uh, Tom Brady first, who remembered me from last year, and thank God he remembered because he kind of warmed up to me. He was he was being very diplomatic to everybody before me. Last year, I asked Tom Brady, I said, Tom, my name's Craig Gass. I'm a stand-up comedian. This is my buddy Aaron. This is my friend Jason. We were all ranking the four of us from most handsome to least handsome. Obviously, <laughs> you're number one because you're Tom Brady. Right. But who would you rank as number two, number three, and number four? And Tom actually asked us to fan out so he could see all three of us, so he could rank us. That is awesome. And, and we all posed for him, and I, I pushed my chin out. You know, to try to get rid of my double chin, uh, and uh, and he gave us a ranking. This year, I asked Tom. Uh, listen, I don't know if you remember from last year, but um, we've been fighting, me and my buddies, ever since. Um, and we've been working out. We've been eating a lot of avocado ice cream, which is what Tom Brady eats. Yeah, yeah I admit, and it's very healthy for you. Tom, when I said we have all been eating avocado ice cream, Tom Brady goes, "Don't BS me," and he said the full word. And I went, "Oh my god!" He said that on media day. We have some avocado right now for the table. Do you? Should we bring it up, Bear Luigi? Guac, you got the guac, table side guac? Not t I didn't do table side guac. We got, well, we have uh, the salsa from Cantina Larreo J. The GM just dropped us off. And he dropped us off some platters of tacos as well. Really? Sweet. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. See what you get on this show? How many other shows are taking care of their guests like we are? This is this is the reason why you want to do this show. Exactly. <laughs> all yes. the, all we have good swag. Plus, we, got we have food. swag and we have a look at the spot here. Yesterday, we had beer. Did you really? We beer had beer and, and wine. wine. Yes. That's how you get guests. <laughs> but no hard liquor, though. That, that's how you're, you're guaranteed to have Broadway No, they, the guests on. were bringing us wine and beer. Wow, really? Yeah. Well, I warmed him up, and Tom Brady, uh, I asked him. So where did you rank last year, by the way? So where did he have you last year? He put us in a, he said, you're all tied, you're all tied for second place. Okay, that's a good answer. And uh, this year I told him, listen, Tom, since last year, uh, me and my two buddies, between the three of us, we've lost about four pounds. So has the ranking changed at all? And he was still very diplomatic about it. But then I asked, listen, I'm going to attempt to make Bill Belichick laugh today. And he said, good luck. And I said, but, but can you give me any tips? And he goes, I can't even help you with that. I said, okay, are there any words that make him smile? And Tom Brady said, yeah, you know, if you mention Navy, mention the Navy, mention lacrosse, uh, and I mentioned... Bon Jovi? And he said, yep, mention Bon Jovi, because believe it or not, Bill Belichick's a huge Bon Jovi really? fan. Really? He's probably Who a Springsteen knew? fan, too, right? Probably. Yeah. And so I, I, I mentioned those words to Belichick. He started to, he started to show some human emotion, and then I threw out the dumbest joke ever. And the idea that I thought was going to be, I'm going to tell Bill Belichick a dumb joke. He's going to stare at me like he wants me murdered, and that's all we need. That'll be hilarious. Uh, it'll because I'll right. be bright and sunshiny, and he'll look like the angel of death. And I made him laugh. And he I actually was, left. No, I he left. He said, "You have a bright future." Wow. <laughs> with it, with I, I wanna, so how joke. do I see? Because I saw a clip of it because I was in the car. And how I, do I see this full video? now? I just sent it to you guys yes. to post on any of your social media. Oh, stuff. absolutely. So I sent you guys. Now, how the long video. is it? Because it's it's well edited. I mean, you did all this work. You did all these interviews, and he edited himself. Yeah. Have you seen this video, Luigi? No, I haven't seen it. It's yet. phenomenal, man. I got and ESPN's not giving him any love. Yeah, and I just I Bastards. just I just want ESPN to know that I'm the guy who did that because they've been talking about it and they've been saying it was a you really. You should sue them. They're running your content <laughs> without attribution. And all it is is I just got to let them know that it was me so I can get my name on top of it. 
it. And they've been saying nice things about it. They're, I mean, they're but not just that guy, some guy. Yeah, they're not. They're not pretending like they did it. They're no, saying, I know that. You know, they're saying, hey, some guy did a funny thing, and they just don't know who I am. So I'm just trying to reach them to Have say, you I got. Listen, I worked at ESPN for 12 years. I would love to get in contact cannot, over this I weekend. I know the highest people at there. I am so well regarded. I don't even get an invitation to the ESPN party anymore. <laughs> this is an outrage. I'm so high regard, highly regarded at EA Sports because I was in the game three years. I don't even get an invitation to the EA Sports party anymore. Wow. But I do know a lot of the employees, though. Well, oh, you ESP, know what? Then let's, if you can help me try to connect with them, that would be great. Have but you I'm, tried to connect to them? Have you, like, yeah, stormed I've, the sports center stuff? Like Mike Golick's doing his morning show down here outside the Hard Rock, inside oh, the Hard Rock well, in the morning. You but know you what? missed it because today is their last today day. Today was their last day. I got it. I sent it out to some people. NFL on Fox has always been great to me. Um, they first discovered me two years ago when I had a viral moment with Peyton Manning. I walked up to Peyton Manning and I said, Peyton, my name is Craig Gass. I'm a stand-up comedian and I have an idea for a game show that I want to pitch you called Peyton Manning Trivia, where it is impossible for you to get any question wrong. And he said, any question? I said, for you, impossible. And we're going to do a speed round right now. What is the largest city in the state of Nebraska? And he went, Omaha. Where is the College World Series played at every year? <laughs> Omaha. And I just made him say the answer to every question was Omaha. And That's then a it, lot of research to get that many <laughs> Omaha answers. You, How about did, steaks? Did you have Omaha steaks in there? Yeah, I had uh, I had 10 questions <laughs> where the answer was Omaha. And then at the end of the game, I said, uh, it is Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. You are correct, sir. And he loved it. And NFL and Fox grabbed it posted it that night on their Facebook page, and it got 2 million views within a few hours. Wow. It was crazy viral. So, yeah, I just, I'm a, I'm a big football fan, and I book my comedy shows in the Super Bowl city every year. And I also book shows around, I'm a Seahawks fan, so uh, Seahawks and Mariner games all over the country, so I can go to as many stadiums as possible. So, awesome. And that's why I'm not famous. So there you That's go. right. So that's because Pete Carroll doesn't, doesn't go to you when he's supposed to. Yeah. He defers. <laughs> he says, you know, Craig Gass, I should let him pound this ball in from the one-yard line, but yeah. I'm going to defer and try to throw it instead. Nobody would expect a comedian <laughs> to get in the game. Uh, why not? Give me a chance. So where are you appearing? Now, people can follow you at Craig Gass, dot, uh, at Craig Gass on Twitter, right? Uh, it's it's at Craig Gass Comedy. And it, go so to G-A-S-S, not one S, two yeah, S's. It's, it's two S's. If you go to GetGas.com, GetGas with two S's.com, there's links to all the social media, oh. links to all the videos of all the Super Bowl stuff I've done for the last five, six years, and all the silly. There's a lot of content there. So go to GetGas.com. And who doesn't get gas? I mean, let's we be all, honest. Except this, Robin. She's been, uh, she's been, but now she's okay because I've yeah. been giving her Metamucil yeah, this week. We love Metamucil. Fiber. They should be another one of our sponsors. I can <laughs> tell you, hanging out next to this food court, a lot of people are getting gas Yes, here. they are. There's, there's yeah. some random smells happening out and here. And we're going to get more gas because we got great <laughs> chips from Cantina Laredo. And, in fact, I'm going to give you a fabulous prize just for participating today. Really? ESPN may not grace you, but you can go down there to Cantina Laredo okay. and get yourself top-shelf table-side guac really? as a complimentary appetizer. And on top of that, wait, there's more. You can get a complimentary casarita if you like margaritas. And, by the way, these margaritas wow. do not have any of the, the sour mix in it. Yeah, there's They're no legit. mix. Those are actual fresh margaritas with fresh lime, fresh. Really? It's, they Luigi really goes good. in there and then does six or seven in a row, man. That's how good they are. Do these That's why he looks the way he does right now. <laughs> do, these, do these people out here know that you're giving away these prizes? Yes, but not everybody gets this. You got to. Oh, well. I've had a you. ton of these. No, you have to be a guest. That's called swag. 
Well, Have you been I, getting swag anywhere else? I Not from anyone here on Radio Row. I'm not getting treated like that, so I appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. And now, so where are you appearing in town? Now, do you ever go to the East? Do you have, have you been in Philly at all? I will be coming back to Philly probably in the fall of 2018. That's too um, late for me. I, I may not be around then. Yeah. <laughs> I might not survive. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be, if the I'm, Eagles win the Super Bowl, I may not be around by Tuesday. I am wondering what's going to happen. <laughs> if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, the kind of insanity, not just in Philly, but here in Minneapolis, like, you know, they, they had to grease up the poles in downtown Philly to make they're sure not they using, They're not using Crisco. They're using gear oil now. Are they going to grease up the Mall of America to make sure nobody climbs the mall? Like, like it's going to no, be intense. See, out there here. you are perpetuating something, a couple of incidents, as if the entire city was ablaze. Yeah. As if it was Pompeii, <laughs> and they were finding petrified remains of humans sitting at their dining room tables. I did see a lot more blood at the tailgate than I normally see at tailgates at games. When they saw well, I was doing the, the, the Bills Mafia showed up and were jumping on stupid flaming tables, I guess. The Bills Mafia. But that's not stupid. That's really smart. I got, I got to be honest. If you're willing to break your own legs and light yourself on fire, then your fan base is just better than mine. I, I, exactly. I, I really do admire that. I'm a big fan of pro wrestling, so watching people break their own legs is wildly entertaining. You should me. have been here the other day when one of Luigi's Wait, big favorites. Wait, you pro wrestling? Yes. I think I'm going to have to do it. I haven't worn it yet. What? Oh, oh yeah, bust it out. Bust it out. You got a unitard? Oh, no, 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 no unitard for Luigi. way, way He's wearing that later tonight after the party we go to, the big Fuzio oh, no. uh, so party. There is a big wrestler name who is originally from here. Get out of here. Yes, and he may. there's word that he may be making an appearance here. Not Santa Claus. Did He's you not steal coming this robe from the Bunny Ranch? No, no. This is an authentic. This looks like a Ric Flair. It is a Ric Flair. Get out of here. I'm not making it up. Turn Let around, him turn Luigi. Around turn now. around. Luigi's now donning the entire Ric Flair. Look at that baby right there. Get out of here. Ric Flair. That is. How, how awesome is that? All right. I'm, I'm getting a shot of this. <laughs> I can't believe this is a real Ric Flair robe. Put that in your video. And when you do your next compilation... There's nobody in this city wearing a Ric Flair full robe. Elvis How? didn't even have one that good. <laughs> Elvis Presley would never fit in that robe because he was like 600 pounds when they found him on the toilet. But so that's another story for another the time. The animal was here earlier, and we we are hoping that. And he was amazing, by the way. What a great. You know Joe Laurinaitis, part of the, uh, the the the. The Legion uh, of Doom. The Legion of Doom, the yeah. rocket animal. And yeah. WWE Hall of Famers. Yeah, of course. He was here. Well, the you said the day. animal. I was thinking George the Animal Steel. No, no, no. no, I, no yeah, I, I, listen, I love George, yeah, but the animal, the Road Warriors, they were called. And they're one of the greatest tag teams in the Hall of Fame. And even they, and in fact, Joe, he and uh, he and Ric Flair are good buddies. So really? Ric Flair is supposed to come by here, and that's what Luigi's waiting for, to get, get that baby here. signed so that they can sell it on eBay when we get home. No, he's going to keep it. Actually, he's, he's giving it to a buddy of his. For the Philadelphia Fire and Rescue Squad, right? Well, it's John Brightcliffe's. It's, it's actually his robe. He yes, gave not. it to me to wear here in case he w in case he was here. So, and so Rick could sign. a couple hours left here at Radio Row, and Ric Flair is still expected to show up. He we, may or may not heard. be in the building. Okay. As they say in the award show, scheduled to appear. Scheduled well, to he's appear. had some health issues, and then he was traveling as well. So we're not. 100% sure, but we have it just in case. But again, I mean, it is Minnesota and it's cold. I could use it outside anyway. Exactly. Why not wear it anyway? It's a, it's a kick-ass robe. You it should wear that tonight ass. to the big Thuzio party. Who's at the Thuzio you know party? Do? What is All that? All the athletes. It's uh, Drew Rosenhaus, okay. the super agent. Sure. And he's got a lot of big-name clients, and Great they're going to be there. Yep. So we're going to be there. We're going to be there tonight because, you know, when you're me, 
you got to go to these things. I'm doing an event with uh, Rosenhaus on Sunday in downtown Minneapolis called Sober Bowl. Sober Bowl? Sober Bowl for... Well, there won't a, be any Eagle fans there. I can assure you that. <laughs> a, bunch of, uh, a bunch of athletes who... Uh, former NFL players and, and uh, Rosenthal, everybody... Rosenhaus. Or Rosenhaus. Guys who are in recovery... Oh, well, uh, giving giving an alternative to people that is awesome to that watch the awesome. Super Bowl at an event where now, I'm, I'm asking this question, but I don't. Are you? Are you? I'm sober. You're sober as I've well. I've been so. sober for. I loved cocaine. Loved cocaine. I didn't like the way it smelled, so I never really got into <laughs> it. I love the way it smelled. It's a hell of a drug. And uh, it was. Uh, and I've been clean now for 13 years. I had a heart attack. Oh my gosh! So the heart I think attack. I do remember you telling us this. Yes. I had a heart attack. So the heart attack scared me straight. Uh, for a Thank year, God. yeah, and uh, and then I got in a bad relationship, went backwards, and then got back on, and I, I got lucky to uh, see the light and, and realize I got to change. I can't I can't live like this anymore. And in the first year that I got clean, seven of my friends died. Oh, uh, wow. all comedians, all com- four drug overdoses and three drinking and driving car accidents. Mitch Hedberg was an old roommate of mine. He was the first comedian that I knew that, uh, that passed okay, away. I, have I, to love, have, I love Mitch yeah. Hedberg. I have to ask you a question because yep. uh, Craig Shoemaker is a good friend of ours as well. Yeah, he's... he's um, and um, is, there, is there some truth to the theory that comedians are comedians because they're coming from a dark place? Not in my case. I do notice that a lot with a lot of comedians. And it's why I feel like I don't relate to a lot of comedians. Because a lot of comedians I know are really dark and very antisocial, which is shocking. Which is, yeah, yeah that is Because you think that they would be the life of the party, but yeah, a lot of comedians. But there's absolutely, you know, there's exceptions to that rule. Uh, Brian Regan, Jerry Seinfeld, there's, you know, there's comedians who are. Uh, yeah, who, who but can, there do seem to be a lot of comedians that have issues there, with. There substance are. abuse. Well, it's not just issues with substance abuse, just the darkness in general. Right. Yeah. That they, I remember uh, Louis Anderson, who's right down the uh, the way here, about 100 feet away from us. I remember Louis Anderson uh, doing an Oprah appearance where he was promoting a book, and they showed some of his stand-up, and it, he's so likable and so funny, and he talks about how, how much of a grump his dad is. And the book is about how fractured his relationship was with his parents, and once he started to tell his story about how abusive his dad was, and then you watch his stand-up, it wasn't as funny because oh. you just realize there's a lot of truth in what yeah. he's saying yeah. and a lot of pain in it. But Louis Anderson has this wonderful way of communicating in it in a way that's relatable and funny right. that we can all... So that's kind of crazy. But yes, I... Well, th- actually, that brings, that brings me to something else about comedians, which I think is really, really unfortunate in this day and age that's so PC that a lot of topics that are uncomfortable are made, uh, are brought into people's homes so that you can talk about it by comedians who yes. are willing to make fun of it or, or, or at least talk about it in a funny way so that it's not so depressing. And this world has become so PC that now people are not even wanting to talk about subjects that they should be able to talk about. And that is the gift of stand-up comedy. If you can get an audience to follow you someplace 
that they don't necessarily want to go to. By the way, are you following me on Twitter by any chance? <laughs> I don't know if I am or not. Am I? I should, you should be. be. You have to be. We have you on the show every year, and you're not following me at, at Tony Bruno show? You know what? You're right. I should be. It's and an I outrage, will, man. I'll, I will take care of that immediately. <laughs> we got to give you one of those. I'm checking to make sure that I'm on time for my next. I'm supposed to okay. be on the air at another so station where, right now. So where are you appearing uh, this week here in, in uh, this weekend? This weekend, I'm at the New Hope. Cinemas in uh, in New Hope, Minnesota. Not New Hope, a, Pennsylvania. Which not New Hope, Pennsylvania, but here in New Hope, it's uh, I think it's about ten miles from here. I'm doing seven shows this week. In one night? That's a, I don't know anybody <laughs> who's ever done seven <laughs> shows in one night. It was one show last night, two tonight, three tomorrow, one more on wow. Monday, the day after the Super Bowl. But yeah, I'm. I'm uh, it's a great theater too. Uh, a lot of comedians. Gilbert Gottfried's been there. Artie Lang's been there. It's it's a great co- place to go. Uh, and see get all, uh, you can get your whole your whole schedules on there, right? Everything's on getgas.com. Get get gas with two with two s's. Getgas.com. Also, all your handles, right? Is get gas? All no. my handles are Craig Gas Comedy. Okay. Craig yep. Gas Comedy, and ladies I and gentlemen. I gotta run out of here. So oh, no, yes. no. Thanks for coming by, man. Thank really you. appreciate it. And hilarious. you were a little bit delayed because of Rod Carew. So thank you for hanging out. Great. And I got to meet Rod Carew. I couldn't believe that. Not to be confused with Todd Glass yep. or Mark Gass to know, yep. it is Craig Gass if you're scoring at home. Did you give him his thin optics? Oh, they give him the thin optics here. He's got to go to do another. Just because we're going to give you more. Do you need reading glasses when you're in a bar sure, or restaurant? This is what you do. You put it on your phone like this. You take it off, and then you go like this. Boom. And, yeah, it's the greatest invention since uh, Nick Foles. So here you go, man. Thank you so much, man. Now, Tony, thank all right, you, there he is, Craig Gass. Now, Tony, now Jay from Cantina dropped off these tacos for us. I think we, I think we have to try something there. Right? I need a taste right now. So, actually, um, what we should do is we should. We don't go. have anybody live scheduled like right now, right? No, we pl- do not. You want to run an interview? Let's run a taped interview. Do we have time? So to that do we that? can gorge like the suckling you, you pigs. You just need to let me know who it is are. so that I can set that up, Tony. All right, right let now. me see what the list is. Where's the list, Robin? I had a list. I feel like the guy at the door. At all these clubs and people are like, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. on there. Look at the that W's. Are you on that list? Look on the W's. I had the list written out, and I need. I, know, I, I actually need it. it. I have it in here. I got so many papers. Because Robin. I need my little time. I got no the I sticky know, sheet, I, which I, I had. There. There's too many papers, Robin, and not enough time. Yeah, there's papers flying them. around all over the damn place. I, know. I have it in here somewhere, but we, we'll. Uh, let's see. I think that's it right there. Is that it? No, that's nope. not it. There's too many papers. I'll make it a lady's choice, Robin. Well, no, I actually need that because I need to know the start times of the okay. videos that I'm are not sorry. edited. I so it's kind of too. important. I need a tissue, too, because my nose is running. And I'm sorry. And I apologize. This is absolutely crazy here. And as you can tell, we don't have 15 people handing me stuff and doing all this crazy stuff. And it's because it's complicated. People are being brought over at any moment, and you've got to be ready to go. You've got to do it live and be ready to go. So I don't know where I put it, but it's here somewhere. And... Uh, I'll get it in a second, but I need a tissue, too, so that's a bigger problem, or else my nose is going to start dripping, and I'm going to look like Joe Kennedy with the Democratic response to the State of the Union the other night. I saw a picture of it. I guess he was drooling, but hey, people have different issues. I got, I got congestion. Sorry, guys. We're trying to find his paperwork here. And Tony, did you get your tissue at least? He did get the tissue, so that's good. So... um. Just to follow up, while Tony is furiously looking for that piece of paper, uh, we, you know that we are brought to you by all these fantastic sponsors, including Thin Optics, yep. which is the hit of the uh, Radio Row, um, and Michael and David Winery, 
and switchboard.com and switchboard live. Yep. Uh, which is switchboard.live. And Please. it'll stream everything. You send them one stream, video stream, and they get it out to all the platforms. Please do us it's all a favor and visit them. Tell them Bruno sent you. If there is a coupon uh, code option, put in Bruno, and it will give you a discount. Especially like Thin Optics will give you an additional 15% off of anything that you when purchase. You when you use the promo, promo code, code Bruno. Bruno. Um, and then um, also, if you are here locally in Mini, as they're calling it, all the locals call it Mini. Mini. Um, we will be hosting, or Tony is hosting, the only Eagles party on Super Bowl or Big Game Day. On Sunday, Sunday. baby. Sunday, you Sunday. You want to hang with the Eagle fans and not fear for your life from dreadful ladies who scream at poor young kids in Philadelphia when they go to Lincoln Financial Field? No, anybody's invited. But the Eagles don't have an Eagles nest here. And that is a national outrage of biblical. I mean biblical proportions. Sort of like the biblical beatdown that the Eagles administered to your Minnesota Vikings just two Sundays ago. Speaking of that, uh, people are like Joseph Jenkins, Jenkins who uh, provided us with some food earlier in the week over in Afghanistan. He was asking if we're going to release the lead pipe locked later. Oh, and we're going to, I mean, it's Friday. It's the last day. So we've we got to do it today. You've let it marinate for a little while. I've marinated my brains, my livers, every body organ, which is why no one would want a donation to my organs at this particular time in my life. But we're going to go. Who are we going to go to next, Robert? We are going to go to the fabulous Mr. Minnesota himself, Andrew Zimmern. Oh, Andrew Zimmern. And you think, you know, I've, I've been so lucky to run into people. We literally, Robin ran him down in the Moscone Center in San Francisco two years ago because I'm such a foodie and I love, and I don't eat bizarre stuff because I'm really picky. But when I saw him there, we brought him on our show. We've stayed friends. We're back and forth all the time on Twitter. And he's here today because he is Mr. Minnesota, Mr. Andrew Zimmer. <coughs> uh, we're still waiting for uh, Robin uh, to hit playing uh, that audio. Yes, it's Friday. It's Radio Row, and that means only one thing. The man who told me about this two years ago, <laughs> that he would organize everything that was needed to be organized <laughs> here in Minnesota because he is a Minnesotan. He knows the fish that you can catch on Lake Minnetonka. He's eaten everything on Earth. Everything. And you see him all over the place. He's got like 72 shows, delicious destinations, bizarre foods, bizarre foods America. Now you've got your own AZ Cooks thing going, right? Uh, yeah, we're doing that ourselves. We, 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 we got a building, and I put all three of my businesses under one roof. So, you know, once a month the production company guys slide down to the the test kitchen that we have and we shoot a, a test video uh, sorry a kitchen video series called AZ Cooks where we try to you know clue people into what I call culinary literacy if you want to consider yourself a food geek or a gastronaut food lover whatever it is you really should know how to cook food and uh, it, it's just been a blast watching that grow it's a it's a cool little piece of business Andrew Zimmern who has the most lanyards I've seen the players <laughs> who are in the game I've seen celebrities you know Everybody's walking through. No one has as many lanyards. I think by the end of the week, you're going to have a hunchback. You're going to be no, leaning no. over. This is, this is all good. My, I, the, the one, where's the one that I, <laughs> that, you know, my, my host committee. I see That's the one you're holding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. You, the you green one is it. the host committee there. You yeah, got I mean, game tickets. You got, I got that. You got to have it all. But I lose everything. Right. So I, I mean, like my, we both wear cheaters. We have our glasses, yes. right? I have seven thousand pairs. I have seven thousand pairs. Seven thousand everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. 
if I don't have these, I'm going to sleep with these tonight, or I might miss. Especially the one with the tickets. Now, do you have you have to have a posse to take care of you because Super Bowl tickets are hard to come by. They're hard to come by. I mean, it's part of everything we've been doing since a bunch of us got together and and placed the bid for this game with you know Richard Anderson and Marilyn Carlson Nelson's incredible leadership. You know, we won the bid for the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm lucky enough to be involved with the host committee. I'm the chair of the food committee. I'm the official chef of the Super Bowl. All that stuff is just a bunch of words. But as a community, over the last four years, the entire state, from the Canadian border to Iowa, from the Dakotas to the west to Wisconsin to the east, we have wanted to showcase our amazing and great state. And we've been doing it now for the last 52 weeks leading up to the big game. And we just want to show people what an incredible community this is here in the bold north. No, the people have been great to us. Even though they know I'm from Philadelphia, they've been great. See, they still love it. They See? Still, because I'm That's a, Minnesota I'm a, nice. I'm a Minnesota nice. I'm a bold north guy. I don't get, you know, people say, it's five below. So, so what? Do you know the so difference what? between five below and 15 below when you're outside if the wind's not blowing? What? There isn't. I mean, you don't know Thank that. Thank you. Exactly. I was, I was hoping to There's play no straight man there. for no, you. I thought it was going to be better. <laughs> I thought it was going to be, you know, here's, here's the deal. Last night when we were leaving Paisley Park, uh, you could tell the locals from the non-locals that were there because people had to walk to the shuttle buses or their cars. Right. And it was, you know, a couple hundred yard walk and it was five below zero, 2.30 in the morning. All the Minnesotans, you never zip your coat on the way to the car or right. put your hat on because right. you're just going to get into the car, right? It's not a big deal. All the out-of-towners immediately zipping up everything. It was hysterical. <laughs> well, we were, when we came in on the plane last Saturday, there were people who connected in Philly yeah. to come because that's a main hub, and American doesn't yep. fly much into here. And there were people with shorts on. Yeah. And they got off the plane and went right outside because yeah. they were going home. Well, it was, you know, 47, well, a week ago was 47 degrees. I think today it's a high of like 15, but it's sunny. Tomorrow we'll get a little snow. Up here, we embrace the cold. We, you know, Eric Dayton, one of our great civic leaders and the owner of a great restaurant, Bachelor Farmer here in town, came up with the idea to take the five big signature winter events, you know, the Lopit, the Crash Dice uh, that Red Bull does, the Winter Carnival, all that kind of pond hockey champ championships let's put it all together and make the two or three best weeks of winter and embrace it the way that you know minnesotans do and promote it as a place for people to come all year you know every year for the best two weeks of winter uh this year we did it all leading up to the super bowl of course and it's just been an incredibly successful program to sort of brand our part of the world the bold north because we like it here. And, I mean, obviously, you've been here during warm weather. There's no better place on earth than Minnesota in the spring, summer, or fall. Absolutely. Well, I'm actually, I, I feel kind of like I want to stay an extra week because it's been so crazy this week. Yeah, all I can't go things, ice fishing. I want to do all the things. All the things we wanted to do, yep. we haven't had a chance. I, I wanted to do the ice fishing. I wanted to do the dog sledding. I wanted to do. Stay, come over to the house. You guys got my guest room. I mean, come on. <laughs> Maybe I we mean, you got an inside track. Seen... All these other jokers that I'm talking to aren't my friends. Exactly. Yeah, anytime you want to come, it's you know the, we'll break balut together for a couple that, of days. You know days. the keys are in the the second planter to the left as you walk in the front door. I mean, just enjoy. Awesome. I know you have to run, and we appreciate you coming by because everybody wants no, to talk to you. When I think wonderful. of Minnesota now, seriously, since yes. since we met Andrew and I wasn't aware he was from Minnesota in San Francisco two years ago, I think of we had let's see Prince obviously. Yep. You got uh, 
who's the other major singer entertainer? Jesse the Body Ventura. No, no, he was a governor here and he was a wrestler. Uh, help me, guys. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan exactly. Yes. Then we have. He's no schlub. We're gonna have Rod Carew. We'll talk about Rod great Carew. Minnesota yeah. legends. Yeah. I mean, we were at the home plate here in the, in mm -hmm. the amusement park where yep. Metropolitan Stadium, where where he stole seven times home plate in that building. Yeah. No, the, the Rod is is amazing. I remember taking my son who was seven or eight at the time, to opening day at Target Field. And we got into the, you know, because I'm the Pope of Minnesota, I'm, you know, <laughs> we're in the locker room before the game, and there's every Minnesota Hall of Famer, every Minnesota World Series ring, pennant ring wearer. I mean, it was a who's who of Minnesota sports and fame. I mean, Harmon Killebrew was still alive. You know, he was there. And, you know, we, we sat there, and I introduced Noah to everyone, and he's like, Dad, can we just go to our seats? And I'm like, kid... I will I will shame you with this at your wedding. This is you know this is Rod Carew. This is Rod Carew. I know. I am so I'm excited. so psyched to talk to him because of yeah, all the medical the stuff he went through when he's yeah. back and honestly, on his feet. I am not going to be able to keep a dry eye for that story. No, I was just reading through it's an it. Incredible, oh. incredible, incredible tale. He's a, and he's a great man, a great humanitarian. Has done a ton for our community. And those people were role, were role models for me when I moved here 26 years ago. Because I think public service and service in your community, growing where you're planted, and if you have a platform, use it for good. It doesn't matter whether it's big, small, but the people who don't use their platform to making the world a better place, I, I think are wasting their time on this on this earth. Absolutely. Well, next time you're in Philly, we'll, have to, we'll go down to... Uh, go now, down. I got the promise of the secret cheesesteak place. I'm going to take you to the secret cheesesteak place, Mama's Pizzeria. It's not even a cheesesteak place. But we... You have never had a cheesesteak like this. How about we do it like this then? Because I've yet to go there. That's right. We so haven't even else, taken Luigi I, I there. Take so why don't we all go we'll together? We'll all break bread there. Yes. I know you know the legendary spots because you've done. Oh, I've done them all. Lancaster, maybe done them all. Scrapple in Lancaster done County. Them all. It's great. And those done shows are great. And, 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 and quite honestly, your point is well taken. The best places that I have found for, you know, a steak isn't necessarily a fancy steakhouse. It's some diner somewhere where the chef's family has a ranch and it's just right. great yep. steak that's pan fried and cooked perfectly because <laughs> they've done it that way for a hundred years. And we document those places on the show. And obviously bizarre foods and delicious destinations have both been to Philly on multiple occasions. And I go there and do my thing with friends. And the food scene in Philly is out of control. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is, I mean, you know, what, what a great food town. But the, the indirect nature of the big eastern cities where it, the sign says one thing, but the best thing is another. Because one of my favorite spots in Philly is John's Roast Pork. And the roast pork is great, but their cheesesteak is yeah. absolutely to die for. And John's a great friend, and we go there all the time. Oh, it's dynamite. So. And we know it's all. Dynamite. We know Tony Luke. We know Gino. Yeah, great I mean, we know places. all the people because they're all great people. Now, the, the place I like is right across from John's Roast Pork is Herschel's. Oh, yeah. Their the pastrami, pastrami the is fantastic. phenomenal. Fantastic. It's, it's almost their pastrami. The, you want to know where the best pastrami in America is being cooked right now? And this is no joke. Revival in St. Paul, Minnesota. A young chef named Thomas Bomer. Uh, moved up from the Carolinas, took over a restaurant called Corner Table. They built a revival in Minneapolis, which is great. And when they built the second one in St. Paul, he put in smoking equipment so he could do real barbecue. He does the best brisket and the best uh, pastrami. His pastrami is unrivaled. Aaron Franklin still makes the best brisket, in my opinion, but... The, the single best pastrami in America now. All right, I got one thing I remember from two years ago when we asked oh, you. Oh, nice. Which food 
Yes. You would, you would do, all, all the food you've eaten, you yep. said this was one of the things that you could not stomach. It's kryptonite. I do, no, it's not kryptonite because Oatmeal. you know you hold a gun to my head, I'll eat anything. I do not eat walnuts. I do not eat oatmeal. I do not eat cookie dough raw. Oh. So then this little token of our appreciation. Will not cross my lips. Disgusting. <laughs> Can you give it? Now, who's the fellow Let with the crutches? Ask. I mean, the poor guy's out there on crutches leading you through this area here. He, he's a very brave soul. <laughs> but the, the, here, here's, here's the deal. I love oatmeal cookies. Uh-huh. Raw, oat, uh, cooked oatmeal, hot oatmeal. To me, I cannot stand it. I would run screaming from the... <laughs> from the room if you threw some boiling water and tried to make me eat this. I know you got to run, so I'm going to give you a look. Because I, it, you, well, I think of you every time I, I, I see this because I like have Like you it. said, you have glasses everywhere glasses because everywhere. you lose them all the time. If you put this on These, your phone and then wherever you are. You will never lose them. Oh, my. You're How kidding me. No, it's a great company out of San Francisco. They're our sponsor. And we're giving Are you them to kidding everybody. me? Oh my God, they're so it. amazing! And look at all the different styles they have. And this you go is their, on their motto: website. always with you. And always it's because with you. you will always have your phone. That's the one thing and nobody all different sizes, forgets. military, states. Uh, they have a Quincy Jones collection. So my if jaw you need, is open. You're not getting this kind of swag anywhere else, no, Andrew. No Zimmer. one's giving me swag. <laughs> I actually, somebody said, "What do you need? Do you need some lunch or something?" I said, "You know what I need? I need five minutes in an NFL store so I can get some Super Bowl gear." And we have plenty more where they came from. This is unbelievable. And if they break, they'll they'll, give, they'll send you a brand new pair, absolutely free. Seriously. They're a great oh company. Thin yeah. optics. The love that you get on the Tony Bruno. Exactly show. right. But I know you won't be able to come to my Super Bowl party. But no. I will see you. Uh, I will see you Saturday night. Taste of the and NFL. And also, I and I know that I know. I mean, there's still the love, but for me, because you knocked out the Vikings, the Patriots have to win. Which, as a Giants fan, <laughs> kills me to say it. <laughs> Andrew Zimmern, always great to see you. Love Thank you, you so much, man. Take love you, man. There he is, the great Andrew Zimmern. God, I love this guy. Let's give Andrew Zimmern. It was there a little earlier when it was. Bedlam, and we had to sit him down because they had to get him out of here. He couldn't stay for the food either. No, he couldn't stay for the food. But let me, but let me give him that roaring round of applause, Tony. Sorry, Tony. Anyway. I want a lot of eagles. See who's here, Robin. You know who that man is, right there? Yes, yes, we do. Are you opening a Smiths out here now? Smiths, Smiths is following us here. One of the greatest, fantastic uh, sports bars back in Philadelphia. He's got to come to my party. You want to see a great sports bar. It's not really a sports bar. It's a tavern, a brew, a brew pub. But he's got tickets to the game, so he's see, too now, important for if that. If Smiths were here, we would have been doing the, uh, the, the viewing party from Smiths. Absolutely. But since they're not, we well, have if found we were, If we were in Philly, we'd be doing like five viewing parties at the same time, man. We would have like satellites everywhere. You, you saw my castle all over the da- Delaware Valley, damn bro. Right. But what happened to Kevin Harlan? Because... I don't know. He ran off. Well, he then. did have something. It looks like he had another place that he was already late for. Okay. But he said he is absolutely doing. Well, of course your he's show. doing. He's, he's like, one thing I am about not leaving. A lot of these guests, they get like he works for TNT, does the NBA, and he's going to do the Super Bowl. And so these people all have schedules that they go from one place to another. I didn't schedule Kevin Harlan. You know why, Luigi? Why? I don't need to schedule. Him. Ah. Okay. Kevin Harlan will say, "Hey, Bismarck, North Dakota. Sorry, bro." <laughs> Sorry. Waco, Texas? Hello. Sorry, Holmes. In the meantime, let's get to, let's, uh, let's rack a guy that we saw last night at the EA party. A man that I've known a long time. 
A man that I know could take Luigi down. What? In less than 10 seconds in an octagon. Oh, God, stop. And he doesn't, well, he's still trained, so he's still. Congrats, by the way, man. No, stop, stop. Robin's doing that. We're going to bring in Jay Glazer, who we taped again earlier. Because if you don't tape people when they're here, you ain't getting them home. No, boy. because they, well, they have other things that they're doing. They're because uh, we're here in the morning getting people too that aren't available in the afternoon. We got to get the A sports science guy, maybe. No, we're not getting him in here. Really? I, I, sports science is fake. I know. It's fake news. It's fake news. It is fake news. No, it's not fake news. <laughs> I was gonna say you can't we, argue science. Don't we had him on last year. He's great. But I can't get everybody on. If I if I tried to get on everybody that I know here, we would have to go twenty four seven for the entire week. That's I think not we can humanly possible, even for me. A man with superhuman strengths. The man <laughs> who could be the Black Panther's c- partner in the next Black Panther movie when it comes out. <laughs> because the Black Panther's out in theaters, and it is blowing up, man. I haven't and heard a thing about it, man. I've heard, I've heard nothing but rave reviews, man. I'm not ready. the Huey Lewis, uh, not the Huey Newton Black Panthers. I'm talking about Black Panther, the, ah, the Marvel real character. Black Panther. Let's go to Jay Glazer, and I'll go run down Kevin Harlan myself and bring his butt right here. We'll talk NBA and NFL with the great Kevin Harlan. But let's go to Jay Glazer, who was with us a little earlier. It doesn't get Radio Row until this man sits down. He's a presence wherever he goes. And he brings me presence wherever he comes. The great Jay Glazer. Fox, and now a man who looks jacked. But he always looks jacked because he's the man now at Bellator MMA. We we talked to Matt Mitrion, and he's a man who's involved with Matt yep. and Bellator how are you, man? I'm doing great, brother. Long time, man. We, we go back a long time doing these. It's got to be like our 20th radio row together, something along 29, those lines. 29 for me. Well, not but for I'm me. You're old. You. You're really I know old. I'm old. Yeah, you, probably got, you, you probably got like a year or two left. Or you're two right. Before. I may not be in Atlanta yeah, next year. I take every Super Bowl yeah, one. I mean, you look terrible, to be honest with you. I, you're right. Yeah, I you totally probably won't make it next week. <laughs> when I moved out of L.A. back to Philly, that's what happened. I used to be in great shape that, when right? I, we worked together at Fox. Hey, you know what? You know, I'm obviously a New York guy, and then or Jersey guy in New York, and then I moved out to L.A., and you know, all your friends in New York kind of say to you, like, oh, man, aren't you going to miss the seasons? I'm like, hey, dude. I got the travel channel. I'm good. I don't miss it. No. I don't miss the cold and at all. you saw Jersey Boy, so you, you don't miss the four seasons. No, man, no. <laughs> Not at all, buddy. But, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. And you, you uh, knew when I got involved when I was, damn, fighting probably 2003 yeah. and four. I right? used to see you in the Phoenix airport because you lived in Phoenix. Yeah, I was training with those guys. Ryan Bader, who's in this this uh, Bellator Grand Prix, he was uh, – he's – he was a guy I was training with, and he was actually so. You know, when I fought, I had like two fights, and I stunk. But uh, I learned how to start coaching guys when Fox made me stop fighting. And the first dude we ever trained, it was it was me, Ryan Bader, a guy named CB Dalloway. These guys out in in Arizona, like you're talking about. And the first guy we trained was this long snapper from the Chiefs, who ended up being Jared Allen. Exactly. So Jared then goes on, and man, he you know well, I think I saw him walking around here. Yeah. But he. He's a long snapper. People don't realize that. We got him thinking. We got his hands flying, his hips open, and you know, he's just a big, stiff white guy at first. And then goes out and rips off 15 sacks, and people call and say, "Whatever you did for him, do it for us." And I go to you know Randy Couture and Chuck Liddell. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell we did for him, but let's figure something out. And now we've <laughs> we've trained uh, over a thousand players, which is great. No, I, it's amazing because I remember seeing. I, I remember when we were on Best Damn Sports Show yep. back in the day. That we were really the first show that really promoted MMA yes. and promoted the UFC. And, uh, and I did, and that's what I did. I was doing the Pride Fighting Championships for Fox right when I signed, and we would have these great tournaments out there. So I was the first host 
of an MMA show in America, and now I'm coming full circle with Bellator. They're having the same kind of Grand Prix, this heavyweight Grand Prix, same thing, which is these tournaments, which there's nothing like it in the sport of mixed martial arts. But I, I, and man, Fedor, I love the Fedor world. and these guys can still fight. They're not going to go in there just for a show. No. I mean, these guys are legends, but they're still in there doing doing what they do yeah. best. Well, Chell Sonnen just fought Rampage Jackson, right. and Chell's great thing is his pace. And we haven't seen it for a couple of years, but the old Chell Sonnen, who took Anderson Silva to the brink, he was back last week. He looked phenomenal. They are taking this heavyweight Grand Prix beyond serious. I mean, it's just to have guys that you grew up watching, the Frank Mears with Fedor and, again, Chell and Rampage, with the younger guys, like I say younger, but you know, the Ryan Paters of the world, it's it's uh, it's really cool, man. It's like it's like an all-star game. It's like the Pro Bowl, but guys are trying. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Perfect analogy. Well, guys trying. I didn't I missed a Pro Bowl, but I've been here since Saturday. Mm. Now you're not having any big Jay Glazer bashes this I year? I didn't have a Glazer Palooza this year, no. Because it just got kinda out of control. And by the way, the only so people wondering I started throwing the first Super Bowl party of the year back in two thousand seven. It was at my house. And I had both the Patriots and the Giants there, and we called it Glazer Palooza, but I only called it that just to piss off Strahan. Exactly. It was driving crazy. <laughs> no other reason. So then as people started calling it Glazer Palooza, and I realized it was annoying Michael more and more, then I started getting sponsorship for it. Then he couldn't get away from it. It was great. I mean, he's just, he's, uh, just for the record, he's my TV wife, not the other way around. Exactly. Yes. Jay Glazer, of course, uh, still Fox NFL guy. I mean, yes, you haven't sir. given that up, man. No, man. I'm, and now, have you gotten that, a better phone since the last time I used to talk to you and people would always make fun of your phone? You could say what you want about me, but I'll be damned if you talk about my cell phone. <laughs> like All right, Jay, no, I know you got to run. We're doing Fox NFL Sunday, and now we just got Thursday Night Football. I know. So, I yeah, know. I'm That's great, the dream. man. That's great. I, I know a lot of people are surprised because I, I know ABC, but Fox suckered everybody in. They got ABC out of it. They got CBS and NBC out of it, and then they swooped right in and we grabbed the package. It. I couldn't be happier. So you're going to work every Thursday now? I would hope so. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, and look, it's still people talk about ratings, whatever you want to talk about, man. It's still the greatest reality show on the planet. Yep. There's nothing like the NFL. I agree. Last thing, Eagles are playing here, I believe. My team, who hasn't doesn't have a Lombardi, as everybody knows. Patriots dynasty will never see anything like it again. Mm -hmm. What happens on Sunday, Jay? You know, I, you know, matchup wise, the Eagles match up great with them. But the other quarterback was down twenty-three last year. Man, how do you go get? I, I'm never going to go against the guy because of what I, I, I don't know what he can't do. We've seen what he's done, but we really don't know what he can't do. But the Eagles—they've done a great job. They match up well with him. That defense will—they'll get after him. And so Tom's going to kind of have to. Get out of the way and step up. And Doug Peterson will not uh, take job. the foot off the pedal if he, yeah. he takes the lead. He's not gonna. He's not gonna go. I hate that. I'm not ripping Doug Marone, but he's yeah. not gonna play like trying to no. hold on to a lead. Doug Peterson is a pay. very mentally strong guy because everybody wanted him out last year, and he just stuck with his brand. Good for him. Good to see you, man. Jay Glazer, ladies and gentlemen, let's give him a roaring round of applause. I still, I think I could still take him if he got into the octagon. What are you we didn't even take him. You got. Whatever you're taking to believe you can take me. <laughs> <laughs> Love Jay Glazer. Jay Glazer, a man who I still believe that I, I have a better ground game than him. And I believe I can take his ass down. He's short, so his center of gravity would be better or less on a short. Be game. better. That's right. Tall guys are easy to take with down. A guy, with a guy like Jay, you want, you want to keep him upright. Not me. I want to keep him down on the ground. And then do a ground and pound. You want to, well, you're you're also about uh, Tony. What do you saying about six one, six and a half, I'm six, six one? feet, 
200 right now. So you're six feet two bills. Yep. So you want to use your leverage on Jay. So you no want to get on. I'm telling you, you want to get on top of Jay. Yep. You want to you want to get you want to get on his back and force him down to. The, you, but you want to keep him upright. You just want to stay above Jay. You want to keep you, no you doubt about keep it. the leverage, man. But once I get him down, it's over. I'm ground and pound. Ground and pound. I'm, I'm expecting a submission within a matter of seconds. Within a matter of seconds, because I can punish him, and I can punish him hard. I used to do this stuff all the time with Jay. We'd be in airports, and I'd say, come on, man, let's go right here. And right. Because that's what friends do, you know? Of course, you always, you always mess around. You always think you can take the guy you know, who, who you know is 100 times better than you. Yeah, my friends did the same thing with me. I beat every one of them up. You're damn right. That's what you're supposed <laughs> to do. That's what Because that's what I'm supposed we go, we, No, I'm serious. We go drinking, and they all go, come on, uh, come on, let's go outside, slap box a little bit. And then, you know, somebody throws a little slap too hard, and, they, you know, you get smacked to the wall. That's the way it goes. I'm keeping an eye out for Kevin Harlan. There's a lot of buzz in the room, man. A lot of buzz. A lot of buzz. I smell it coming in, man. These, we were at the EA party last night. Roy Jones it, Jr. leaving the building now, folks. Tell him to get out. So, so, we're walk, so we're at the EA party sitting down on a couch, a tiny couch, because they wouldn't let us sit at the other couch because it had, like, table service in front of it. Oh, God forbid. Yeah. And, and I didn't want to sit at the table service. I was happy to walk up and get my own drinks and not pay $7,000 for a bottle of Grey Goose. So anyway, we're sitting there, and then a whole crew of guys come in. How many? Like 10 guys. Yeah, at least. I had no idea who any of them were, but they must have been somebody. But one thing I knew they were. They were lit, and they had smoke, smoke, oh, pop, yeah. popped it, on the way in. It bro. was following them. Like, you know, like, uh, I imagine, who was the Peanuts character? Uh, Limus? No, no the, the, the kid that always was dirty. Linus. Pigpen. 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 Linus was the little bird Linus, dude. Yeah, that's, that's right. What, you're right. Sorry, I'm sorry. That's what um, these guys were kind of like. I, I imagine the little the little clouds kind of coming coming wafting around them. Not dirt, but in this case, that's why I don't grass. like to smoke marijuana. I don't like the smell of cigarette smoke on my clothing. Right? I certainly don't like the smell of marijuana on my clothing. You know, maybe that turns people on. That's why when I drink red wine. You don't smell anything, bro. No, you just get turned down, baby. Now, Tony, since, down for since we're waiting wah, for wah. Kevin Harlan, we just finished a fantastic interview. Should we go to the fabulous Josh B. Gum, who, even though we told everybody that we weren't going to be taking any phone calls, he called anyway because he says... He wants to release his stone cold. No, he has a Super Bowl pick soundbite. Oh, a Super Bowl pick soundbite? Yes, he has a special soundbite that he says uh, we need to listen to. All we right, need to hear. Let's go to Josh and hear the sound bites because we love sound on the show. We love video too. But video killed the radio star many, many years ago. Hey, Bruno. Yo, can Josh. Can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me now? Yeah. Good. The heck do you mean? Heck you mean? <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. I want to go real quick because I know you, got, you don't got a lot of time, but I just want to go through my last. 19 Super Bowl picks. I have I'm 14 and five. Okay, those are my picks. I had starting with 98, the Falcons. I'm, I'm just gonna reel off all the teams real quick. Go ahead. Falcons, Titans, Ravens, Pats, Raiders, Panthers, Eagles, Seahawks, Colts, Giants, Cards, Colts, Packers, Giants, Ravens, Seahawks, Seahawks, Broncos, Pats. As of 16, so I'm releasing my Stone Cold Lock today to you right now. At no the additional charge. Eagles. 38 Pats, mm -hmm. 37. The Eagles win by one point. It'll be the over. They're going to outright win this game, take the points. I, want I would winners. take the points 
And the money line? I, 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 I don't know about the money line, but just, just in case, I'm taking the points. So that's my thing. Hey, Why don't you double well, up? If you're confident that they can win the game, you've got to take Yo, the points. you got to take the points and the money line because you're going to get value on the money well, line. That's what you usually do. You take the money line on a small bet, like a couple hundred, and then you bet big on the points. So yes. if the money line don't come in, and you still got the points as a backup. That's usually my rule of thumb with doing that kind of stuff. And Whenever luckily I, there's you know, a bank. You just put all your eggs on the money line, and you, you know, if they lose, they'll lose by two points. No, no, I hear you. I'm not saying so. you bet the house on the money line unless you have multiple homes, which I don't. But I'm going to go to the Bank of America ATM well, right go. here. And I'm going to take out all $72.81 no, I have remaining. Whole, the whole nut? I'm going to clean that thing out. But then I can go to Zelle and take money out of Luigi's account. Yes, you can. And so I don't uh, overdraw and then have to pay the overdraw charge. 0% APR for 23 and months. And we have, we have special <laughs> tape of the, of the guys from the Great White North in honor of the Minnesota Vikings. Because I know they, the Vikings aren't there, but these guys are there. They are they're, they're filling in. They're going to be Eagle fans. And let me tell you, they got something to say. Hold on a second. Let's go to the tape. Look how huge it is, eh? Look, we got Green White North, you hoser. He's genius, eh? Eh? You know who that is? You remember, you remember that movie? Yeah, the, the great, uh, what was it called? Uh, that, was the, that was the two Canadian guys. Uh, uh, you hoser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the Strange Brew, right? Strange. Remember that one? That Was that Strange Brew? Yeah, that was Strange Brew. I thought it was the two guys, uh, what's his name? The two I got, I got a hockey guys. Uh, one for you right here. That was Mike Myers. Mike Myers doing that, right? Bob McKenzie, my good pal. Put Rosie to Rose. I know you like when people call you Rosie, eh? Hey, that was a great hat trick you got against Czechoslovakia, eh? Sorry about that nervous breakdown you had, though. I guess it kind of electrocuted, screwed up your career, eh? You had a nervous breakdown, eh? Yeah. Take off, you Rosie. <laughs> hey, that's what they should tell the Pats. Take off, you hoser, because we're going to win, baby. Exactly Eagles all right. the way. Nick Foles is going to walk off the field a winner. And one more thing, Tony. Yes. Do you know the other number nines who won uh, the Super Bowls in the past? Can you name them? Number nine, number nine, number nine. Number nine. No, winners. I, I don't even I know. I want winners. I, I, my brain is so fried right now, Josh. I don't even know what my okay. phone number Jim, is. I, I'm going to give it to you right now. Yeah, Jim McMahon. Me. Jim McMahon, Bowl, right. Double X, yep. one of your favorite ones, right? I know Triple X is like one of your favorite Super Bowls, but this is another good one. You had beating the Patriots, okay, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. And the Saints, Drew Brees, number nine. Right. And I believe you had the Saints, right? I had, you the, had Saints. the Saints. Yes, I did. You, better, you cashed a ticket at the window. I remember that. Yes, I did. And, and, and A, there's a note for, um, for uh, the Eagles. Don't be like the Falcons, because if you do, you're going to be, you're going to be saying this right now. Jesus, what a cluster. Jeez. What do we learn, Palmer? I don't know, sir. I don't know either. I guess we learned not to do it again. Yes, sir. Well, if I know what we did. Yes, sir. It's uh, hard to say. I and thought Luigi would know all these movie okay. clips. I, I don't know what the hell is going on right now, Tony. <laughs> Luigi hasn't seen every movie. Hey, I got one more. Wait, Bruno, I got one more. Go ahead. When the uh, owners' meetings, when they have the owners' meetings, like is it, is it after the Super Bowl, right? Like like later this yep. month or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, let me tell you what they're gonna they're gonna uh, they're gonna come out and you're gonna ask questions about what they said and this is what they're gonna say. Ignorance is bliss, my friend. Don't burden yourself with these secrets of scary people. 
And with that, my brother, yeah. thank you for putting me on. And go Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Well, you, just missed, you just missed one of the loudest Eagles chants you've heard here at Mall yeah. of America. Yeah, the, the Eagles contingent is strong here at Mall of America, my friend. You, you know who else just came up? Yep. In the, in the bra- We're going to get him in here. That's the kind of power we have. Some damn crab fries, bro. Right here. The great Pete Chiraki from Chickies and Pete's. He doesn't have a pass to get in here. Miss Robin is working the velvet ropes. Now, I had the, the I had the nicest watch on Radio Row until he walked in. Yeah, you're right. Seriously, Tone. I, I mean, don't seriously. wear a watch. I like, don't want to be uh, like, out watch. Because, hey, Bruno. Yes. Let me let me tell you something else. Let me tell you something else. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You got that? I hear you, man. That's, I that, hear you. That's right, my friend. By the way, let hey, me make this declaration. Love you too, Josh. And I will, I will, I will be watching and and wearing my green just for you, Bruno. Beautiful. Just make so you sure know. you make sure you go and watch us on Facebook and all the other because we'll be doing live shots from the bar and shots Town, live and shots live and shots hopefully won't be fired at Town Hall Brewery on Sunday, live, baby. The, you're Hell gonna, yeah, man. You know, they're going to be yeah. showing a lot of shots of I'm the people glad. in Philly watching the game, but they'll also have shots of us inside the Town Hall Brewery. Yeah, thank you, Josh. By the thank way. you, Josh. Yes, thank you. Feel better hey, soon, hey, man. Have a good one, you guys. Thanks a lot. I'll talk thank to you, you later. I feel bad. Pete from Chickies and Pete's, the you owner of You couldn't get him in. I was just Pete giving Chiraki. you credit. Well, no. So, I mean, they are very, very strict about you actually have to have a credential. He has an I Eagles was, uh, guest pass. He does, but it's not a Radio Row credential. And they Don't we have any Bobo passes? Yeah, but if I'd known, I would have gotten him one. I could have yeah, totally Robin gotten him gets, in. She got Brian Gunthermann a day pass. Hey, damn, crab fries that man has sold. I mean, crab fries that man has sold. I know. Exactly. I feel, I feel really bad he could if buy I buy Mall of America. He, he was like, oh, I didn't think of contacting you. You can do anything. I'm like, yeah, right. you should have contacted me, Pete. Right. Hello. He's no. calling all these strapezoid radio stations in Philadelphia who don't give him squat except spend money, and they don't even get him a day pass to come in here. Speaking of strapezoids back in Philadelphia, yeah. I think Jim from Sheltonham is back on the well, line. Well, Jim's not a strapezoid. No, I'm just kidding. I'm okay. just segueing funny. That's all. Uh, it's not respectful yeah, to Jim, I, I'm man. just messing with the I guy. Know, I love I him. He loves me. He doesn't love you, but you now, can love him. Just so, Jim, should. we have to warn you, though. Uh, the fantastic Kevin Harlan, uh, he his handlers being a little, you know, how they are. Handlers are difficult. So as soon as he comes on, we might have to run you right off. Right. You tell we the might. handler, <laughs> I will knock his ass out. But right, Unlike Josh Innes and the guy in Houston who were just yelling, so yelling Kevin, at each other. Kevin has two other places to go to, so he can only stop by for like a minute or two. No, he's not stopping by for a minute. No. Unlike any I'm other, just warning you. Unlike any other podcast, all these other handlers, you come into our house. You come into our house, you should get your behind kick. And the Eagles chants, Tony, are starting to get the deafening yeah. sounds. And right you don't hear any friends. Patriot fans chants, nope. do you? No. Nope. It's, it's cavernous in here in Mall of America, so yes. you can hear it echoing through it's the walls. It's big, too. Now, the, the, the great John Clark has been in the locker rooms for both teams. Yes. And he said that there is a distinct difference in atti- attitude. 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 And another hot take, a scorching hot take, is that he has also been in both locker rooms, and he has also noticed that the team colors in the Eagles locker room are different from the team colors in the Patriots locker room. Well, that's, that's your hot take John. right here from John. Scorching hot take. Now, uh, seriously, Kevin, Handler's, Kevin uh, Harlan's handler. Gives me any bull crap. I got you, Tony. We will double team this sucker rock, right now. I will rock bottom him right through that table. Now you let's think go to Kevin Jim. Harlan really wants to do the stations that he's doing? Probably no, not. Probably no, probably not. They're let's, not. Let's go to Jim. Let's go to Jim. Jim, you there, buddy? 
How you doing, Tony? Amy? Beautiful. I've survived, almost survived, Monday to Friday, but there's still tonight, two parties tomorrow, and the Super Bowl party on Sunday. Will I make it? That's another prop bet I think you can get in South Philly, in Maniunk, and in the great Northeast at Castor and Cobbman. If you want to bet, will Tony survive? all the way through to the end of the Super Bowl Sunday night. I will say no. <laughs> it's a prop bet. Get your money in now. <laughs> Jim, how, what's the weather like there? Is uh, it... I, I, uh, we had a little snow, this, uh, like an inch of snow this morning. It's about, about 30 degrees right now. So the city is shut down and incapacitated, basically. <laughs> you got did, it. <laughs> did they close the schools? Did Mayor not? Well, did, mayor, uh, Kenny, did the Philly mayor declare that we're going to put down uh, green salt for the Eagles? Now they have to pay unions $7 billion to dye the salt green so that when they put the salt down, it'll be officially union-approved salt, and then it'll be eagle green. And then when people are urinating in the streets and all kinds of nasty stuff happens, it'll wash right down, and a beautiful green and yellow becomes what color, Robin? Blue. Uh, green and yellow becomes like a Blue. puce. Blue. Puce. No, puce. that's the puke. That's the stuff that adds to it as well. And changes the color and the uh, pH as well. Puce is the word I'm looking for, right? The green color? But green and yellow is blue. If you look it up online, so no, it's blue. No, green and yellow is not blue. Didn't you ever watch uh, Bob Ross when he would mix these? Of course. These, uh, Bob Ross, the boss, of course. Alizarin crimson. Blue and red. No, wait. And green the phthalo and blue. Alizarin crimson. Alizarin crimson. phenomenal coloring right there. I used to paint, but I got Alizarin crimson but, but at home. But will it be official union colors if there's 17 guys watching and one guy laying it down. Yes. I'm just going to make sure that's, that's, Tony. that's when you roll. When you got an inch of snow, yeah. you can't have guys hurting themselves. You're kidding me, man. <laughs> you know how long I've been on for? I've been on a job. I'm like 18th in command here, man. Nine guys watching, one guy digging. All right, sorry, Jim. Get, let's get back to Jim here. Luigi's always got to rip union people. What? I know you're a big Kevin Harlan fan. Yes, I am. So he, he he's going to do the Super Bowl on Sunday. Yes, he is. But he did do the NFL NFL championship game last week. Yes, he did on radio. He does all the radio. So I have a clip. I have a clip from that game. Let's go you. to Kevin Harlan. Of course, the Eagles fans were listening to Merrill Reese do the local call, but on radio on Westwood One, it was Kevin Harlan in Philadelphia. This is one of his. This is really a classic call. Jim is queuing it up. He's approaching the tee box. He's approaching the tape deck. He's approaching. And the ball drawn 43. In the gun, the quarterback, Keenan, wiping his hands on that white towel. Leaning over, looks into the nickel. Now backs up a step. Yells out another protection to his line. Arms outstretched from his own 43. Gets the shotgun set. Throws a pass. Lines right here. Ready to pick off on the near side by Robinson. 40 down the near side. 40, 35, 30. He cuts and breaks the tackle. Runs right early on the 30. Looking for a block and he gets it. Across the hash mark. First side coming. First side on 15. 10, 5. He's in. What a play. Patrick Robinson. 50-yard interception return. Touchdown, Philadelphia. Wow. How's that, Tony? That is phenomenal. Isn't he the greatest? He's the the best play-by-play right now. I I totally agree with you. I I totally agree with you. And I know a lot of people, and they're all really good. Kevin Harlan, because as I said earlier, he can adjust the, the intensity level based on the play that's going on, whether it's the NBA on TNT or whether it's the NFL on Westwood One. Nobody gives, you can watch the game just by listening. You can see the play as he's describing it. And that's what the great play-by-play people do. 
You don't have to, you say, you know, he'll tell you left from right on the screen. You know what I mean? Like, so you, you're imagining where the field is. You're looking at the field, and you know that Patrick Robinson was going from left to right after the interception, and, he, and it was great. And you heard that whole play. That's brilliant play-by-play. -play. That should go to the uh, Smithsonian, the uh, Marconi, and the Tesla Hall of Fame. Tesla Hall of Fame. And he did three other great calls, too, uh, in that game. It was, the Eagles had that three big plays in that game. Well, you know, my and love, just, my love for Kevin Harlan is, is immense. It is immense beyond yeah. human comprehension. Oh, is he leaving, Robin? Is he leaving? Is, he, is Kevin Harlan walking? Out? He's going no, from no, right no. to left, uh, and no, he's I just leaving saw, Radio so, Row. So, <laughs> seriously, I just watched him. His handler, he looked like he was going to walk out, and then his handler said, sit down here, and then he gave one of those... Oh, shit, I have to do another interview? That's what he just did. So, so he'll really be angry when he... No, he'll, I'm not going to keep him long. He's moving no. past a local Dallas station. He's heading towards the, the, the Waco he station. To the left. He's he making his to... right towards San Jose, and he's, he's moving from left to right out of Radio Row. Well, I know he has to do a Seattle station as well, and then he has to leave because he's going to another location. So he's going to be in a major time crunch. Would you, I know. Would you like me to go stand near Kevin? Because if he no, tries no, to no, move, no, no. I'll make sure I handle you're his gonna, handler and bring like, Kevin over. You're going to, like, put him over your shoulder and carry him on down here? I don't have a problem doing that. I'll handle with care, though, because he's a, he's a national treasure, Tony. With all due respect to all of my fellow broadcasters here, there are a lot of stations, and I don't know how they do this when they when they plan this stuff. I know. They go on all these little Tom, Dick, and Harry stations. And again, I don't know. I, I was working at Tom, Dick, and Harry stations back in the day. I work with Tom, Dick, and Harry every week. Exactly. Well, here, I will tell you exactly how it happens, because I have the inside scoop. Oh, this is breaking news. Let's go, to the, let's go to the breaking news. We haven't had much today. Terrestrial ra radio stations that are affiliated with... Uh, Westwood One. Westwood One. Right, or, I get that. There is a uh, press release that goes out that's like, these are all the people that are going to be on the floor. And then they start booking them way in advance. I know. Now, even though we are huge, we are not affiliated with any of them. So we do not get such a press release. No, I, I know. And I don't, I don't need a press release. I don't need but, a press release. But that's what happens. That's how come they get scheduled ahead of time. But then they hire these local punks who come around and act important, and then they stand on their phones while he's doing an interview, and they have a little stopwatch, and then they give the little wind-up sign. So I can see his handler right now. Yep. He's a little short guy. Yep. Bad suit. You know, we've only, we've only gotten the, the and this is, this is an actual true story, we've only gotten the wrap it up one time from a handler here, and that's only because, I'm not going to say who it was, but that's only because the person was on here 10 minutes longer than they ever should have been because they were having everyone who comes to this table doesn't want to leave. Exactly right. They get product. It's like a black hole. Yes, Once you, get you get sucked in, in. You get sucked in, and you can't get out. And the other advantage, Jim, that we have is that, you know, when you put guests on, on any radio station, and again, this isn't a condemnation of radio. That's the way it works. You know, they'll do a five-minute interview, then take a five-minute commercial break, and then do another four-minute interview, and take a six-minute commercial break, and then come back for a couple minutes, and then break for seven minutes at the top of the hour. And here's the best part about our program. When we broke for, for five minutes, seven minutes on end, sometimes ten minutes, we weren't breaking to give you commercials. We gave you interviews that we were here early in so the morning doing. So you had, eat. you had constant content. Throughout the entire day. Wasn't that a song by what's her name? Constant Contest. Last night. That knowledge you dropped last night of that song. When I said, who, what was the song that was on on the 50 station? And Tony oh, got. Oh, that was uh, the great. Wait a minute. We have the to Eagles pause. contingent is strong, my friends. We have to pause. It's like being in church. Yes. You know? When you walk in church and the priest is about to do something important, you can't talk. You have to stop. 
Like this Luigi actually puts his phone, doesn't text while he's in church, while the benediction's going on. There's actually some Eagles fans. I want to invite him to the party. Let's pass out the pass to Dutchie from the <laughs> left on side. Hey Jim, we have a prediction. Uh, before I go, I thought you were you you and Mark Willard were great last night on 1360. That was just great radio. Well, thank you. I, no, I've been lucky. I I, I I've wor now I've worked with everybody, and I've had everybody that I've worked with on the show. That's basically what Super Bowl coverage is for me. But I love Mark, and I love um, Andrew Siciliano. You know, Luigi's got a long way to go before he gets into that into that strata. What do you mean? Into the Mark Willard, Andrew Siciliano strata. But that's not a knock. That's just the no, way it works. No, listen, it's my, it's my first one here. It's, it's a lot, man. It's been a lot different than what I've, used, what I've been used to. I've been to some big events. I mean, the Nash College National Championship, uh, the College Basketball National Championship, nothing has prepared me for what this is. And the last two days, Thursday and Friday, it has been a head-spinning event, Tony. I mean, just as some of the, the people that are walking through here, and just there's no time to breathe. I mean, it's literally just react, 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 react. As, as we say, it's rinse and repeat. Literally, yes, just is. rinse yes, and repeat, man. Next year, you know what I'm going to do in Atlanta? I'm going to bring Linda Blair with me because she's the only person who can turn her head around to see everybody in the room. That's what we need, Tony. At the, you know, because that's what you really need. You need your head on a swivel. And, and the room is very confined. You're in a confined space. Actually, well, we have the biggest space here on Radio Row. But have again, you so seen any of the video of this corralled-in area, Jim? You can see it, right? Robin has it over here. You can see I, all I, the I, I've seen it. <laughs> it's unbelievable how many people are there. This it's very year. tight, Jim. It's very, very tight. And the people that are walking by here, I mean, they come in like a hurricane. There's, you know, we're, we're in the middle of broadcasting. Tony and I are going back and forth. Robin and Tony and I are going back and forth. And people are handing this piece of paper, hey, do you want this guy? Do you want that guy? Do you want this? And I'm, I'm having to stop and handle that. Robin's having to stop and handle that. Tony has to keep going and going and going. It is a 24-7 event over here, man. It never ends. And Tony's up at the crack of dawn coming to do all these hits on these other radio and stations. And I'm an old bastard now, so it's getting harder and harder every year. Yeah. I don't know how you did it. I think you were on CBS radio the other night. I was listening to you on CBS radio like at midnight. Yep. And the next day you're on Channel 29 at 7 o'clock in the morning. Tony was, laying on, Tony was laying in bed last night as, as we're making throat coat tea as a family oh, together. Man. I still have my like, voice, so that's my goal every year, Jim, is to have my voice at the end of the week. I don't care if I lose my voice on Sunday. But oh, it's gone on Sunday, bro. At the end of this broadcast and some other stuff that we'll be doing live, Sunday, I will I will sound like uh, like Scott Farrell. <laughs> Scott Farrell, <laughs> who was one of my good buddies, and I was all, I did two segments with Scott well, I, while Luigi no, was sleeping. Game, I like the Eagles, twenty-seven to twenty-three. Twenty-seven to twenty-three, Jim says. While Luigi was moisturizing, and 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 uh, and and, and uh, manscaping, I was on with Scott Farrell. At midnight, all the way to one to twelve thirty in the morning, and then I was up at five thirty and drove all the way back to do Fox Twenty Nine. I went with TV. you. Tony. I know you did. I went with you, but I looked shot. Nobody got to see how shot you looked. Yeah, I know. I was toast, bro. It was but, shot. But after that, but I did. But I went back and worked out for two hours though. After that, I, and I went back and said, "We got to go back to the uh, go media back. center and Radio Row at the Mall of America, man." Jim, have fun this weekend, man. Let's bring it home. Let's bring okay, it home. You, you okay, Tony, have a good time on Sunday. Thank you, Jim. You too. The great Jim from Cheltenham. It's awesome. Oh. Should we give our picks now before we... If, I hope we get Kevin on it. But, you know, the, what's his name? The guy who used to play for the Eagles does a show, sports show, talk show in, in Atlanta. Guy who used to play defensive line, and Which, then he moved down. Uh, Hugh Douglas. Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Douglas, Hugh yeah. Douglas, who's a buddy. But, you know, he sits somebody down. And the Atlanta Hawks stink, by the way, don't they? The Atlanta Hawks or the Atlanta Falcons? No, the Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks. They're they're middling. They're middling, yeah, Tony. They're, they're not another, very good. I mean, they always like last year. They they're the team that starts fast and then finishes. Oh, they traded Al Horford. They traded Paul Millsap. 
All right. they have, all they have. And, but now, my point is, you know, Atlanta's a terrible sports town, with all due respect. Is it's, it really? With yeah. The, even with the Braves and everything there. Yeah, because Brave fans don't show up, and I'm not knocking the teams or the players, but the fans don't show up there until their teams win. It's a killer airport, though. It's a great airport, and they right. got a great football stadium where the Super Bowl is going to be next year. You know, but they they didn't they, they lost two hockey teams in Atlanta. You know, they got two hockey teams and lost them. But the that, NBA team hasn't won squat. And the Falcons blew the big. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, I got a, I got a. Thank you, Jim. I got a, and go on. And Alfred, uh, Alfred Blank update. What? You know who he is, Alfred Blank? I don't. He's the owner of yeah, the Atlanta I, I know Falcons, who that is, right. the Home Depot guy. I saw today that he is really, really visibly shaken. This is breaking news. Let me because a lot of people probably haven't heard this. The New England Patriots Super Bowl rings that they made. After last year's win? Yes. You know how many diamonds they have in their Super Bowl ring, Robin? 28? No. Take another guess. Five? No. I don't know. 283 little diamonds. Dude. 28 to 3. And so here's the, here's the New England Patriots who won, came back from 28 to 3. They win the Super Bowl, and then the ownership, Robert Kraft and company, decide to make a Super Bowl ring with 283 diamonds That's in epic. it. That's and epic. And so if you're the owner of the Falcons, you get it. You know, you're, you take your lumps and your team choked, and, they, and Brady came back. But imagine having the stones. To 283 put 283 stones. stones in your Super Bowl ring. I love it. Is I that, love not, it. Is that not rubbing it? Is that not taunting? That should be a penalty. You know what should happen? When the Patriots take the field on Sunday, uh, Gene Steratore, who's the referee, immediately throws a flag for on doing the opening it. kickoff for inten- uh, for uh, unnecessary uh, celebration. No, for unsportsmanlike, Unlike, con- unsportsmanlike conduct. Unnecessary celebration. The New England Patriots, you will start 15 yards from the spot of the kick, and the Eagles will go in and score and end it for the Patriots. Once 283 again, 283 diamonds in it. They didn't have platinum chains with diamonds in it. They had stinking Super Bowl rings. Now that's that's an outrage. That is, is it an out- no, but it's freaking funny as hell. It's though, funny right? as hell. But, but listen, I mean, with all due respect, you were down twenty-eight-three and came back in the greatest comeback in the history of of, of the no Super Bowl. No doubt. So, you know what? Yeah, I think you can rub it in a little bit. Yeah, and, and again, the Atlanta Falcons will live forever. It's dirty though, it is a dirty. They, move, they will though. forever live with twenty-eight to three, just like. Just like the Minnesota Vikings fans who came in as the favorite, they, they're going to always remember 38-7 to 7 and the chance to play at home. But, and they don't like the Eagles fans because of that stuff. But you don't see Atlanta fans going crazy and ripping the, the Patriots because they came back and beat their team. Because you, know, you, you want to know why? You have nothing to say. You have nothing to say if you're an Atlanta fan. Zero. I'll tell you what, though, Tom. While Robin's trying to effort getting... Um, Getting the guest on. We do have one more phone call. Do you want to knock this phone call? Out? Yeah, that's not going to. Okay, we don't have no call. call. We, don't, we have zero. Uh, we don't have no. There's my Philadelphia coming at me. We don't have a call screener this evening. So let's so go. We're let's just gonna, do it blind. We're just going to go blind. So six three one four one three, area code six three one four one three. You're on the line. Where's the six three one area code? Uh, it's not near the two one five. Who is this? Hey, it's uh, Brandon from uh, Long Island. Manny from Long Island. I think I, I think I sp- Yeah, I think we spoke. Uh, I'm a Jets fan. Oh, that's right. Yes, I remember. Did you like? Did you like curse at me and say bad things to me at one time? No, oh, I okay. never did. I get the Jets fans confused. I love most Jets fans. J E T S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Who do you like, man? Who do you like? It's Friday. Um, Eagles. 
Is it because you're a Jets fan uh, like and you have, to hate, you have to hate the Patriots because you're a Jets fan? <laughs> yes. I, I mean, um, there, there is a show, Tom vs. Time. I don't know if you've seen it on Facebook. But, I mean, it made me, like, respect them a little bit more. But still, I want the Eagles to win. For gambling purposes or just for flat-out football knowledge, understanding the way the football games play with the football players? in the National Football League. Manny? Manny? Yeah. Is it because you are a gambling degenerate like most people who will be watching the game on Sunday? Is it because you're just a knowledgeable One. understanding of the, the matriculation of the ball, the aggressiveness of the defense, and the coaching adjustments that we know that the great coach of the year, Doug Peterson, was able to administer? the rest of this the, uh, this entire season as your Philadelphia Eagle head coach? It, it was both. Exactly. It was both. I mean, Carson, Carson Wentz went down. Yep. Uh, Nick Foles is a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a backup quarterback. You never see backup quarterbacks in Super Bowls. The birds are taking it home, man. The, the Philadelphia Eagles are taking it home. And I will have the trophy mm-hmm. in my hand Sunday night. At Town Hall Brewery. We'll both have our hands on Tony. So, Robin, let's get an update on Kevin. I have an update. Thanks, man. We have a Kevin Harlan update. I do have a Kevin Harlan. He has to do the KJR. I did that show yesterday. Right. It's a weekly hit, so he has to do that. And um, And then what? And then he said, I don't care what my handler says. I'm coming on with you. I promise I will be over there. Well, it's already 4.15, and Tony has another obligation. No, the obligation is this show. Okay, no problem. So that other obligation. I don't care about going on another radio station. He can push back a little bit. saying, Holmes. So since we have have about 10 minutes before Kevin is going to be able to come on. And that was Arthur Blank, by the way. The Arthur, yeah, who did yeah. I say? Albert Blank? Yeah, you said Albert. I, I didn't want to Arthur, correct you in the middle. No, of no, it, you should have corrected me because I just I, I know it's Arthur Blank because I've talked about him all, especially the Home Depot stuff because he's the co-founder of and Home Depot. And you've been Depot. to Home Depot several billion times and, and when his, his home renovation is never finished. Should, actually, I should be, uh, he should be sending me oh, free plywood. The one good thing is, though, by the time we get back home, that uh, that incredible uh, 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 over the over the range microwave I bought for you guys for Christmas is is going to be in because exactly. they had to get it shipped in and I'll get it signed by Arthur Black and he'll sign it to Tony two a three go oh. birds so would you pay for it two eighty three Tony you've been nursing a cough buddy all right I know man. I hope I'm not going to die of pneumonia we got to get you some lozenges Holmes so since we have a little bit of time before he's, Kevin's going to come on. I suggest that we play another fantastic interview that we did a little bit earlier. The what do fabulous we have for them now, Ms. Robin? Carl, Hall of Famer Carl Eller. Oh, when you oh, talk nice, about nice. Minnesota legends, we had Rod Carew on. And then when you talk about football legends. Purple people eaters, come on, man. Hall of Famer. The guy's hands are massive. He's a great man, and I'm honored to know him. The great Carl Eller. Well, you... you Talk it up as if I'm completely ready oh, when well, I just I thought you were. act like you're ready. It looks like you're when ready. You tell me we have Carl Eller ready. I don't, you know, you just say we need, give me 10 seconds, count you it know. down. It's not like I'm talking up a song where well, I can I hit the post. I just sat right. down okay. and you're like looking at me. But, you, but so. you went as if you were ready and you weren't. And that's why I said I'll go to it. Give me a little music and I'll talk it up. Play a song and I'll talk up the song to the vocal if we have anything we have. See, what you need to do is you need to wait for my hand cue. Okay. But you said we have Carl Eller, and I thought we were ready. But no, th- I said we should go to the fabulous okay. Carl Eller. Okay. You, want, you want a little music, Tom? Yeah, give me a little music to interlude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've been banging some good. This show's been lit. 
It's been woke. Now I'm ready. Wait, right, let so me just say, insane in the membrane is the real story of this week. Let's fade this one down. Let's bring Robin's interview up. Let's go to, to, to the great Carl Eller. All right, the Super Bowl craziness is getting crazier because it's Wednesday. Monday and Tuesday, a little quiet. Today, absolute bedlam here. And then we get to see the legends, and that's what I love about doing my 29th Super Bowl. Is a guy that I used to talk to on the phone all the time, but now get to see him face-to-face. One of the all-time great Minnesota Vikings, Carl Eller. The Purple People Eaters are still alive, man, and rolling. Well, well hey, it's, it's ironic to use that phrasing because we actually are one of the, the only one that has all the original minerals that are still around. You know, but, uh, hey, we've been here. We're lucky, uh, you know, to, to be able to stay in the area. A lot of us still stay in this area, so it's Purple People Eater fandom is is very alive and well here hall of famer all the pro balls and we were talking before you came on we went downstairs yesterday for the uh for the big media party in the amusement park area and i saw the home plate where rod carew stole home seven times because that's where it actually was when this was metropolitan stadium where you played when you played outside in minnesota not indoors yeah that's true yeah <laughs> this is on the grounds of the old met stadium you know those late uh, you know december games you know the field would be frozen and of course that's where people uh, you know really identify with the purple people eaters the cold ice snow and all that kind of stuff out out here in the in the met stadium is what it was then now, I know the people here in Minnesota are disappointed the way because they, they could taste that Super Bowl in their own building. And, you know, and then they went to Philly, and uh, the Eagles did, pretty much dominated them. Were you, were you surprised? Dis- I mean, you're disappointed because you're a Viking. Sure. But were you surprised? At the, at the way that game turned out? I am totally surprised. I didn't expect that. You know, they went in, and uh, and the Eagles really handed it to them. They, they really uh, uh, played an excellent game uh, uh, against the Vikes, and the Vikes has a good uh, team, a good personnel. Uh, they just got caught up in a couple things that they weren't, they weren't ready for. And, and so it was the Eagles' day, but the Vikes are a good team. They'll be back. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's a great facility here, and that stadium is just world-class. Oh, it's fantastic. I, I love it there. It's a great stadium. I actually have some artwork in there. You know, oh, really? I, now, if you guys don't know, I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a uh, potterer, so they've got one of my things on display, which I haven't talked about very much. But, hey, that's cool. That's oh, wow. Not, Awesome. We'll have to go check that out. Yes, I haven't been to the stadium yet, so yeah, I'm, well, it's I'm looking forward. I mean, you get down there, you have to I've go seen it. it. I drive by it on the road when I'm going back and forth between St. Paul and here at the Mall of America. Oh, it's beautiful. It's now, beautiful. how long have you been doing pottery? Has it been a passion for a long time? It's or? been a passion, but I've only been active in it the past, you know, seven, eight, nine years, something like that. Was, now, do you do the whole pottery wheel thing? Yeah, I have and, the pottery wheel. I have a kiln, you know, and so I do a lot of hand putting it very together. Very cool. And, so. Now, do you play go- the theme from Ghost when you're doing it? Have you recreated the famous scene yet? <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm not even sure that I'm aware of it. Because my, li- my love life is, just, is basically the same thing as, that, as that, that pottery that they were doing. It just falls apart right in your hands. Exactly. It's all oh, it does that. <laughs> we're talking with the great Carl Eller, defensive end, Hall of Fame inductee back in 2004. How many, uh, how many Pro Bowls, Carl? Six Pro Bowls. You know, seven All Pros. That yeah. was a great. Those were great, great teams yeah. to watch. Those yeah. were great games to watch. I know the game has progressed, and 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 you're a, and you're a living proof of it because now we're seeing back when you guys played. You know, guys would get concussed and they'd go right off the field, and the, and the trainer would put two hands. And how many fingers am I put now? 
we have gone beyond that now oh, to okay. where we are so concerned, and it's something that it's about time that we're taking care of athletes instead of saying, hey, you know, just rub some dirt on it and go back out there. Yeah, well, that's basically what they did. <laughs> rub some dirt on it and put a Band-Aid to cover it up. That was the treatment those days. Yeah, but the game's changed a lot in that area, you know, and players are getting better health. They're getting more better taken care of. You know, one of the things that I do, you know, is I'm president of the National uh, Football League Retired Players Association, and so we, uh, we advocate for benefits, you know, and, and that's, that's come a long way. So it's a big difference now. And you're doing stuff with Sanford Health, which is a well-known uh, organization around the country. And obviously, Carson Wentz's neighborhood up there, they have a big facility as well. Well, they have a big facility. They're doing great things. It's, and uh, they're doing a lot of things with the amputees, you know, with wounded warriors. Not all are amputees. But, but they're such a significant part in this area in the Midwest. They're a big, big unit, big outfit. You know, uh, I, what I like about them is, is they're, they're like a hometown, you know, and they, they're friendly people. They, they meet you, and you go there, and you know you're going to get treated well. And uh, they're very generous in the community. So I'm very happy to talk about Sanford Health and the Wounded Warriors. Now, I have a question for you. Um, the players from your generation, are you talking to them about all the, the concussion injuries and the lasting effects of it? And are you seeing that even now that there are, you know, the, the, the people that are still there, that are still with us, can they, is there anything that can be done that can help them now after all this time? Well, what you're seeing now in some of the players, we see real symptoms. I mean, their, their memory loss, things like that, that's a big sign. So we actually see guys with the effect of it, you know. What we do is we try to, uh, you know, sort of moderate the transition from, like, uh, uh, the active players to the retirement because we want them to be prepared for the retirement. So if they do have health problems, they know where to go, they know how to get benefits, and they, they have just a much more enjoyable life post-football. And Sanford Health, you mentioned the Dakotas and Carson Wentz, obviously, in that area. But there, so if people want information, because the NFL, the Players Association, finally sued the NFL and got their just due as far as the money that they should be giving to guys like you who laid the foundation for this league. Well, that's true. They, their benefits a lot better. But there's still a, a, a lag or a distance between what the current players get and what oh, the yeah. other players get. So we're still fighting to kind of bring that bring that together. But, yes, uh, Sanford Health has really been a great asset to, to us and the community, and a lot of our players use their program. So that's, that's really, really good. Well, that's great. It's an honor to see you. Carl Eller, one of the all-time greats. I loved watching you guys, the Purple People Eaters, back in the day when football was played outside in the dirt and <laughs> ice and snow and mud. Thank you, Tony. Good to see you. Good, Good to, to reconnect you. with you, you again. You too. The great Thank Carl you. Eller joining us here on Radio Row. The great Carl Eller, as I'm getting now Beachwood aged as we wind down the Friday festivities. Kevin Harlan's going to join us next. We'll play a rock block for you, maybe a little purple... Uh, Purple rain going out to honor Prince here in Paisley Park. We'll, uh, Tony has his suave voice we'll on. We'll play uh, maybe the uh, entire uh, entire side of Inagata De Vida by mm -hmm. Iron Butterfly. Just remember, you ain't on the couch. You want to love seat. Damn right, baby. Now, FYI, we do have some amazing, fantastic video uh, interviews that we just didn't get to do yet, to play yet. And so I promise you that I will post these up individually. Um, as Everything as that you've heard this week and you want to hear it again, maybe you have a romantic dinner. And you say, you know what, I'm not, it's Friday night, man. There's nothing good on I TV. Mean, several, all of these interviews are epic. These are, and you're getting stuff 
because Tony asks some questions that nobody else does. Exactly. Like, what kind of ice, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? I got 31 flavors and then some. What do you the want? Cart, the cantina carts. I got some Eagles fans over there. Yeah, I want to help some people yeah, out. Hand out some uh, tableside guac. We'll be giving out tableside guac. And make sure that they know about the party. Give out the party uh, favors. Not favors. Not, well, we don't have party favors. All you have to do, do you notice all he has to do is call birds. 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 Hey, yo, birds. Go birds. But there, I ain't giving them no free margaritas, though. No, we're out of why free not? margaritas. Oh, we are? Oh, That's why. Our margarita That's why. to guac ratio wasn't it, identical. It, no, it was not. Who took all the, the margarita? Coupons. That was you, bro. You've been handing them out like candy. But I, I hand out one of each. So how is it that we still have more table Check side your pocket. Block? I don't have any in no, there. No, I, I don't think that they were equal. I think, I don't think that the so fabulous either. Jay just pa- uh, picked up like, a stack of each. And it's then sort of like Nick Foles and Tom Brady. When you look at the poster here, one of these Mall two of things is not alike. They're not equal. Now, people, people that are tuned in, yes, we are overtime. Yes, we are kind of vamping because the fantastic and fabulous Kevin Harlan swore to me, he looked me straight in the eye, and he goes, I don't care what my handlers say, I know I have to go at 4.30, but I will be over to Tony's table. And you know what's interesting? This is going to be, uh, 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 it, you know what's going to, let me repeat. Let's start over. One take, more time. Take two. From the top. Here we go. Who was our last guest on Radio Row last Friday of Super Bowl in Houston? The last interview, the last guest on the Friday you of are, last year. You know what? I forgot about that. You are correct about that, Kevin boss. Harlan, the same situation, making the rounds on Friday, and then again after being run around by all of these. You know what? I think it's the same handler. No wonder people. he looked at me so nastily because he remembers me from last time keeping Kevin and bringing him over. So keeping the tradition that, that you've had. It's a streak it's, now. It's that... The traditions are you have to see Inez, Inez signs, yes, which, yep. we did which, which is done. So that's one. Correct. Then you have to interview Holly Robinson Pete. Yes. Yep. That's two. She's my homegirl. Yep. And to complete the trifecta is Kevin Harlan. Is Kevin Harlan. But then we mix in an Andrew Zimmern that you don't get to hear all the time. Right. You sprinkle in a little we Carl Aller. Uh, we get to talk to the great Rod Carew. How about uh, Paul Morrow? Paul Morrow, Jeff, Chef Paul Jeff, Morrow was great. Jeff, Jeff Morrow. Morrow. I keep calling him Paul. Now, we haven't played him I yet. I know, but that'll so, be available so. for you to go and check out. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Jeff Morrow yes. from the Food Network He's TV star. He's a lot star. funnier than I imagined. He has, a, sunny, he has a, a sandwich show. And you know what the one question is? I failed as a journalist. I didn't ask him the quintessential question that had to is be asked. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Exactly. I was waiting for you to do it, but I didn't want to say it. I, I didn't want to steal your thunder and ask the greatest question yes. of all time to You're a guy who owns my thunder. I just we were talking about so much good stuff and food and wine. We were drinking on and the table. Wine. You now we get. You know we do over. You get a couple of wines and you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But no, seriously, that I was did the not one ask question. Him. We, no, you know what? We could have we could have asked Andrew Zimmer the same thing too. I know. Yeah. We'll ask him at the uh, taste of the NFL on on, and we'll get. Well, I'll bring my tape recorder. No, I'm excited. And we'll get. We'll do unanswered questions. And then we'll make yes, up our Tony. errors yes. by for, asking those questions on Saturday night. For those listeners out there that do not know what the taste of the NFL is, I've never been to one. This is going to be my first, so I'm very excited about it. Tony, can you explain to them why the taste of the NFL is so awesome? A, it's all 32 teams sent a representative, the chef, from that city. So there'll be a Philly chef, Buffalo. The first one I went to, the chef at the, uh, at the Buffalo, uh, the, the place that invented Buffalo Wings, in Buffalo, New York, the Anchor Bar is where the birthplace, and the chef knew me, and he came on the show, 
and he was the first guest I had, and then he invited me to the Taste of the NFL. But it's another great charity event. Pay money, and this is the only event that Luigi will absolutely positively love. I love every event. No, that but I've you know, this one would be your favorite. That I've been able to go to. You've only missed one event. Yeah. And it sucked. And I'm glad I missed it. <laughs> and it sucked. Yeah. Here's why this one will not suck. Because you heard Andrew Zimmer. All 32 chefs will be there. And every single chef will have a tasting of one of the food items from that particular city. So just imagine. You know, it's a little, it's a little hors d'oeuvre. But it's a taste. Now, try, now multiply that by 32. And then Andrew said that there'll be more than 32 this year because they'll have all, a lot of local stuff, right? not just Minnesota Viking ah. food. So there'll probably be 40 tables with different foods. And Luigi Curto... I'm going to try every one of them. You will, and you will not. That will be the first time, first time he will not say, where's the damn food? Where's the damn food? But, but, but in all due respect, I will appreciate this because, Tony, I mean, in all kidding aside, I mean, I can cook. You know yes, me, man. Hold I can on. Cook. Jan hold can on. cook, too, I have man. breaking yes, news. Yeah. Oh, wait, breaking news? This is a total and complete outrage. Wait a minute. Ed Nasta on Twitter uh, chiming in saying that he wanted to let us know what an outrage this is. A woman told him that she wanted to reserve a table for four at Xfinity Live. How many? For four. four. Um, for the Super Bowl viewing party that they are having there back in Philadelphia mm -hmm. just to reserve yep. the table. No food, no drinks. No Tony Bruno. No Tony Bruno. $800. Are you kidding me? $800 just to reserve a am table. I allowed to, am I allowed to say something about this place? Can I say something? No, about no, this? you can't. No. Don't say it. They're good people. I mean, it's this This is but, supply and demand. But I, under, I understand that, but Tony, still, but, that but, the, but to charge people $800. You know why they're going to charge people there, $800? Because they can and people will go. And people will pay. You want to know why? Why do they charge $1,000 for, for a bottle of vodka in a bar? Do because want, people are paying for it. Why? Because you got to herd the sheep in there because you want to know why? Because it's like it, it, it didn't matter if you weren't there to experience it by the stadiums to charge they're going to make so much money regardless of charging 800 dollars to charge people 800 dollars just to sit down tony and have to wait if i'm if you're going to charge me 800 bucks before i get anything at all before i'm even ordered a drink if i have to wait more than 30 seconds for a wing for a beer for a napkin or to go to the bathroom it's a freaking outrage to but spend me, that kind of money, you better let, get bottle service at the at the yin yang. Let me let me let me again. I'm not defending Xfinity Live. I just understand that that's how it works, and the Super Bowl is a rare event. But I don't know whether that is so. When you make a reservation, you don't cancel at the last minute. So they do that, and they put that on your card. Again, I don't know if this is the case, but a lot of restaurants do it. You make yeah. a reservation in a tough restaurant, they'll say we're gonna put eight hundred dollars on your not eight hundred, whatever the car, a hundred dollars, non-refund. It's refundable if you call at a certain time, and then they'll take it off. But if you don't, then they're stuck with a table for four, and then what do they do? They're not stuck. They can give it no, away in two seconds. Yeah. If you're not there within right. 15 minutes, that table's right. trying to look at both sides. I'm could... trying to be, and you don't have to say if you're listening. They have to be listening to hear what you're going to say, Robin. Correct. Well, well I, it's still an outrage. No. I think it's an outrage. And now, I do have a follow-up. The um, local man, Mike, said that we picked a awesome location for our birds fans party here in Minnesota. And you know what the cover chart here, here is in the, sh in the shadow of U.S. Bank Stadium? What's the cover chart to get in to a great brewery, Wait. by the way, with microbrews that's won 15 gold medals? And you mean but I have to finish what he's saying. Okay, go ahead. So he says that they make really great beer at Town Hall, but then he add, had to add the little zinger at the end. He goes, I just hope that they're serving you with plastic cups. Wait a minute. 
So you're telling oh, me that's, that's being in the shadow of the stadium where your Philadelphia Eagles, if you're if you're locally listening, are playing in that game, where you can be here in Minnesota and feel like you're with your fans, with your fan base. You can look out a place the window. That has a f- phenomenal menu, which we sampled yesterday. All the craft brews you want, ample space, large screen viewing for everyone. You're telling me what they're going to charge for something like that, Tony? I, I got to be honest with you. I, I would personally, I would charge upwards north of $150 to come in to enjoy this kind Just of. Just to see me, it should cost you $150. Right. But you know how much they're going to charge? Absolutely niente. Niente. Nothing. Now Joe Jenkins is saying he's replying on Facebook. He's saying that people should go to the Falladium, which is right around the corner from Xfinity. That's across from Chickies and Pete's. That's an old school Philly bar. Great the place Palladium. to watch games. I'm sure no, the Chickies and Pete's is probably going to be. Every bar in Philadelphia is going to be mobbed. But if you want to charge, listen. If you want to charge 50, 75 bucks to get in there, and you have like you know like all oh, you can drink domestic or whatever it is. Yeah, it's a viewing party. I get it. You want to be with the fans. I understand. But the gouge you eight hundred dollars, but just to reserve just to the sit table. down is sick. That's it. And you want to know why, though? Because they only have several tables. The rest is for a bunch of people standing around who, who I might add, are all going to get their drinks from the same exact bar that you have to wait for for your waist to get through. There's no way you're going to get the bang for your buck to be there. No. If it's I, just people want to be with other fans. No, but I understand if you're in Vegas, Tony, and you're at one of those like big ritzy clubs, you got the bottle service, everyone's coming over to VIP, it's cool. But if you're telling me, like, yeah, man, I have bottle service at Xfinity for the game, drop two grand. Two grand at Xfinity makes you well, a listen, baller. Again, I'm Come not on, defending man. people. If they, if they, <laughs> if people weren't willing to spend the money, and the place was empty, guess what? They wouldn't be charging. But here's the thing about but about a lot of these places. That's what they do when there's a Super Bowl. It's happening here. Oh, but you can. The fact that the the, the fact that this we city we have more Eagles fans lining up fact, here now to see you, Tony. The fact that the city, you know, doesn't like the Eagles fans. The fact that a bar with a great owner. Pete Rafakis, who came here yesterday, is willing to let us use his bar, bring Eagle fans in, not charge a cover charge. Give me the guac. The what? I want to hang out some Eagles fans from guac. And, 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 you know, you're going to buy food and you're going to buy drinks. That's the way you get into a place and you're around your friends. And you're in the Super Bowl city where a lot of fans that we talk to don't have tickets. So what, they're not going to go back to their hotel room. Where would, if you're in Minnesota and you made all this expense, airfare, hotel, and you can't get tickets. People are still trying to find tickets. A lot of people have tickets, but many who don't don't know where to go. So we have a place now, and that's why we're doing it, and that's why the people at Town Hall Brewery have won all these medals at the Denver National Beer Fest. Yep. That's the biggest. We have created an eagle's nest here Yes, we have. In well, Minneapolis. I did a little recon, by the way. What do you mean? After I dropped you guys off, I did drove you drive by, by oh, the did bar. Did you? Badass, bro. It is bad. It's badass. Did you actually go inside? I didn't go inside. I couldn't park. It's, it's, it's downtown, um, yeah. so it's a little difficult. But because And because of all the hoopla that was going on with the EA party, it was a little difficult to park on the street right there. It'll be much easier Super Bowl Sunday. However, I drove past the, just the windows. <sighs> Top notch, bro. Oh, so you can go online. Just look it up online. Townhallbrewery.com. You can see the menu. You can see they'll have like 40 beers on draft. 40 craft beers that they brew right there. Right there. I can tell you right now, I I might taste, but I'm not going to order any beer that has less than 9%. Robin? I'm just saying. So we also have some other breaking news. Some more, more breaking news? Last, yesterday on the show, we had some folks from Twitter here. Yes. Okay? And uh, the great TJ from Twitter. Yes. And we, he asked me to put a poll up to see if Luigi can get verified on Twitter to get me the blue check mark I so deserve. Exactly. <laughs> I do. But Robin doesn't have either, and she's been, 
she but I'm, but I'm, on I'm, I'm much more active with me. I'm much more active. But that's only, that's only because she's tweeting for you, Tony, most of the time. Okay, but here, that's neither here nor there. The results of the poll were in, Tony. Oh, I love polls. Especially scientific Twitter polls. 70% exactly of America believe that I, Luigi Curto, should be verified on Twitter. So you hear that? And I tweeted at it. So you hear is that the at poll TJ? Over? Did it the end? poll is finished. I just got it. The is poll is finished at 4 14 p.m. How many people actually voted in this poll? 742 people voted. And 70% of America believes that Luigi Curto should be verified on Twitter. Give yourself a roaring round. Thank you. I appreciate that, brother. But then also give yourself no shot to get verified because of it. Now, you know, the, the, fabulous poll said, the poll said that Hillary Clinton was going to win the presidential election. Nate Silver over at ESPN, Mr. Statman, was completely wrong. Not the Scatman. Wrong. No, not Scatman Crothers. No, but then there was Scatman Crothers, too. The fabulous Dean in Clearwater is chiming in. What's so in. fabulous about him? He's he a piece said, of shit. I would condone rioting in Philadelphia if the Eagles lose and you had to pay $800 to watch it. I would pay $800 when I found out how much it cost for me to get in there. I'd go in there pissed off to begin with. So if the Eagles lose, <laughs> I am pissed off. Exactly. Thank you, Harry. What the hell is going on back here? I don't know. Where's Kevin Harlan at? Where is he? He's doing uh, KJR in Seattle. He's 950. KJR Seattle. So, Tone, while, while we, we, now we just did all this other stuff. We were just vamping for a little while. Mm -hmm. But earlier you did mention the fact that we do have a billboard up there, and on one side of it is Tom Brady, the other side is Nick Foles. Yes. So why don't we just get down to the business, just you and I, for a few moments, and Robin as well with her, with her pick. Give me before, the NBC. Before, me. before, you know, I don't want the NBC. I no, that's to the games on NBC. I don't know if Hello? I have it. I don't have NBC, Tony. I have it, but I don't have my tablet here. I'm going to go old school, though. I'm going to go old school. A little oh, NFL film. That's good. I see Kevin Harlan standing up. He's standing. He's looking. He's, he's going looking. left to right. <laughs> he's going left to right. You better make your picks in soon because Looks he's heading the, over here. Before off the back, out of the backfield. Now he's going long. He sees Nelson Aguilar streaking down the field. Nick Pohl stands up, goes deep. Literally the streaking with no clothes absolutely on. Absolutely perfect spiral. And it's dropped by Torrey Smith. <laughs> no, no, no. Torrey Smith made one of the greatest plays Listen, in, super, in NFL championship history. All kidding aside, throw, throw the records out, Tony. Before the season even started, could anyone ever imagine that it would be on a poster for Super Bowl 52? Tom Brady on one side, yes. Yes. But Nick Foles on the other, Tony. Yes, this reporter can say without any equivocation that when they brought Nick Foles back, you knew it was going to be It was simply for this reason, so that if something happened to Carson Wentz, that you would have someone who could take the reins. We saw other teams not able to do it. The Green Bay Packers weren't able to do it when they lost. 90 seconds. When they had lost Aaron Rodgers. Now, you know, they, they played okay. The Dallas Cowboys didn't lose their quarterback. They lost their running back. They, they finished 9-7. and seven. Not good enough. But the Eagles are the only team that have been able to endure the loss of their soups, Hall of Fame all-purpose back Darren Sproles. Hall of Famer. Is there any doubt about that? Yeah, Darren's in the Hall of Fame. That's, that's not the answer. The answer is there's no doubt about it. How about your all-pro Hall of Fame left tackle? Is there any doubt about that? No. Exactly. Two Hall of Famers right there. They lost their starting middle linebacker, who was a pro bowler in the making, Jordan Hicks. They lost... Uh, how, about the, how about they lost Caleb Sturgis early? How about their quarterback? Well, the quest later. I'm giving you all. They lost their best special teams player in Chris Maragos. And what happened? They still kept rolling. They rolled. 
And then people all over, the national scene and local scene, gave up on Nikki, on Nikki number nine, on little Nikki, not little Nikki Scarfo. We gave up on him a long time ago. Not little Nikki, that bad Adam Sandler movie that was made. No, it was I, I just saw Kevin. Oh, he's coming over. Coming over. Kind of hold it right there. About damn time. Let's hold it right there, because this is a man. It's a tradition now. It's a tradition, ladies and gentlemen. No, you don't, don't apologize to me. No, you don't have to apologize to me. Don't apologize. I know your handler doesn't like me, and I know you've been doing this, but you know what we have, Kevin Harlan? you smell these candles? Have you smelled these candles? Yes. They, do fa they, they smell they? fantastic. Oh, my gosh. They're made in Tyler, Texas. I know it, Have yeah. you smelled what The Rock is cooking? <laughs> no. Now, now, Let me now, smell one of those. Now, man. what is your name, sir? Christopher Proudhon. Have you been to the Boudin Bakery in San Francisco by any chance? <laughs> Do you know Chef Paul Prudhomme? I know that The Cajun name, yes. chef? Yeah, well, he's yes. no longer with right, Kevin Harlan. You know, what, you know what's amazing, Kevin? What's last year, you were my last guest on Radio Row last year, I, and you're my last, last guest, guest this year. It's like a tradition. Say? It's like well, the Rose Bowl. It's like keep it up there, the right? Masters. We saved the best for last. That's oh, what it is. Oh, you're so and sweet. And I appreciate it. I know Westwood One's done a great job, and we're not a Westwood One station, so I know you have to go and take care of like NBC had all the NBC stations there, and I get that. You have to take care of your, you your clients. You are so good. You know, when I hear your voice, I just, I just, I just love your, I love your gig. No, I do. Well, thank. You. No, I you're the. Do. I do. I, we played I, your cut in the championship game. Of the, uh, you were in Philly last week. Yes, yes. Did you get anybody throw a beer bottle or beer can at you? By the way. No, they were good. They were all very good. Those fans are uh, fired uh, yeah, up. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're. they're and they're so good. the call of the interception is one of the great calls. But I, I, you already know that. The one thing that you do that. And I admire all the greats, but you, you keep the level where it's supposed to be, and then the intensity rises, and then when it reaches its crescendo, that's when Kevin Harlan delivers the goods, well, man. Delivers the goods. Coming from you, that's very nice. Coming from you, thank you, Tony. You're yeah, so you don't you don't just give it out all at the beginning and no, then not have nowhere that's to go. What makes it great. You allow it to. And he's build. doing radio, so when he, you know he does NBA on TV on TNT, and then he does the football on radio. Which is harder because you have to describe the and then when you when you listen to you do play by play of football, I'm I see the field, I see well, the left to right. It's a great challenge. I see the you know, radio is challenging. It really is. I mean, right? It's it's much radio is much harder. Doing this show is difficult, but but it's stamina. No, doing the show is just a couple of idiots sitting around and <laughs> no, talking. I, yeah, I know better. You're so wrong. <laughs> my God, this is art. It's art. It's tough. It's hard to do, and and I like the challenge of radio. I love the challenge. So how many Super Bowls now for you? Eight in a row. Eight in a row. And nine overall. Wow. Yeah, so and I'm, then you're still doing your – did you do a Timberwolves game while you were here? No, no I, I, I'm with TNT, and so I did a TNT game last night in Denver. Oh, The Denver-Oklahoma okay. City game where the kid had the last second shot. And, uh, and then I just, can't keep track of when know, ESPN yeah, no, has no, the game. I, I, I just I turn it on and I'm like, who's there got the NBA are, yeah, game okay, tonight? The game, and the game. then the Kevin, so you came in from Denver, which that's not a long flight. No, no, no. It was an hour and 50 minutes. It was a breeze. There's nothing. You're great at the NBA. You're great. Is there anything you haven't done in broadcasting, Kevin? I, I don't think I could do this. I don't yes, think I could. No, Come no, on. no, I don't think I could. This is the no, easiest thing no, to do. No, no, it is not. I could never do what you do as far as play by play. No, I, I think you. I. I, I might. Bet my, nah, no, nah, no, nah. you could, Tony. I know you could. I don't yes, know, no, man. you could. Okay, you two. This you is like pathetic. Seriously. I'm sorry. I don't mean to chime in here. You got two greats over here. But it's just like, oh, stop it. No, you stop it. I love you no, more, you Kevin Harlan, than you ever love me. <laughs> Why don't we light the candle and dim the lights for you, yeah, too? Yeah, let's light the candle. Yeah, fine, we can do let's that. Let's pour some Jeez. wine. Do you have any wine, man? No, we got some beer. We got some beer. we got beer. You know, I'm hosting a Super Bowl party in this town. You know, they don't like the Eagle fans here because of what happened. And because, obviously, they were so close to having the game in their stadium. And that's your, that's your, in your, Background, isn't it? Phil? Yes. Yeah. Right. Oh, we're, 
Oh, so this, oh. We're, we're gonna, we found one Is that bar. tonight? It's, no, it's Sunday during oh, the game, so you won't be able to do it. It's viewing party. Unless you can pop over for halftime, <laughs> you know, give a little well, pep talk. It is right guys. across from the stadium. Yeah, it's but, right down yeah. the street. Well, that's, kinda, that's fun. <laughs> but it's a, it's a well-respected town hall brewery. They, they've won more of the, you know, the Denver uh, National Beer Awards. Yeah, that's the biggest yeah. one. They've got 15 oh, gold medals. Oh, I didn't know that. So they do craft beer, food, and we'll have fun. And so all the Eagle fans who can't get into the game, and everybody's welcome. And there's, there's going to no be a coverage. lot of those people that cannot get into the game. And there's no cover charge. There's no cover. Where are you getting that, that on you, Super You're Bowl not Sun. getting it any place. There are you bars in me? Philly charging $800 to get in. I know it. Come on. And you know what you get for that $800? What? Nothing. Butkus. Butkus. Not Dick yeah, Butkus, of not course. Not Dick uh, no. Isn't it Bupkis or is it, it, it is Bupkis. Bupkis. I screwed Bupkis. up on that. I'm okay. sorry. It just shows you I couldn't do this show. Actually, Bupkis was Rocky's dog. It's a sign, Tony. It's a sign. It is a sign. So, Kevin, Kevin, I mean, obviously, the championship game, it didn't turn out to be compelling for the national audience. I did, too. Well, actually, I said the Eagles win by double digits, but I didn't think it would be that easy. Yeah. I thought that they they were being underlooked, and Minnesota's great, and Atlanta, Eagles played well against them, and especially in the second half, and Foles got in rhythm. But they came out of the gates after the first, when they scored the first touchdown, Minnesota, almost effortlessly, you're thinking, "Uh uh-oh, this could get out Rudolph is wide open. It's a 25-yard pinpoint pass by you thinking, this kid's on it again. They're going to roll in their first possession. They're in for six. And that was their only score. I know it. Unbelievable. And then after that, and then what, 38 unanswered or whatever the final was? So now who's doing the the color analysis? Boomer Esiason. The great Boomer Esiason. Mike Holmgren. Yep. So we have three in the booth. I saw Mike. Yeah. Yeah, the other day. Yeah. Did you talk to him? No, I didn't get a chance to. There's like 8 million people here. Yeah, I know. And it's amazing. It I is. a lot of people. Now, Tony, because... I know he's got to run, and I, I want to thank him. Because I don't want to get his handler even more upset at me <laughs> than he no, already he's is. He's chilling now, man. He's going to see... No, he's because chilling. no, it's Are the other guy. Are you following me on Twitter, by the way? This is just, <laughs> this is just one of them. It's the other Kevin, guy who me, knows right? me. Of course. <laughs> kidding me? The, it's the other guy who knows me. He's going to see me coming, and he's he's like not going to talk to me ever again if I don't get Kevin out of here. <laughs> I, I always have to talk to you, man, because I don't get to see you very often. Now, when you come when you come into Philadelphia to do a Sixer game, I'll come out. You know, we've done a couple of Sixer games, and I was there for that Laker game when the Laker kid hit the jump shot to win the game in the last. We were there shot. too. Oh, we were no. in the building. Don't tell me that. Yes. Don't. We weren't there oh. for that game. We were yes. there. No, we were there for not for the Lakers. We were there for the Golden State Warrior game. Oh, okay. No. When the Sixers blew a fifty-point lead and uh, no, the kid that, that no. did, did the the free th- he did like he managed. No, that was at halftime oh, thing when a guy was sorry. Not the Laker game. Anyway. Sorry, Tony. I was all excited. Well, you got me excited. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, next time That's you come, counts. seriously, you have my information. Got, I do have I want to come and see you do a Sixer game because obviously they're an up-and-coming team. You know what I want to do? I want to go meet for lunch and get a cheesesteak. Let's do I, it. I want to take, I want to take we'll me to the it. best place for a cheesesteak. I'll take you to the best place that no one knows about. Good. That's, what I, know that's what I want. And they're all good, but I'll take you to one. We're going to take Andrew Zimmern. He's never been to this place oh, as well. Really? Yes. Oh, really? Well, that'll be fun. Yes. Well, that'll be really fun. It's not bizarre Really quick. We gave the, you I know, I've got the them pair. on my bag. My bag is back in we the We gave you the, the pair last time. Yep. They have upgraded now. They have what? fantastic designs. And what? now they, so that you can switch They're designs. They're magnetic. I have oh. my pop socket on too. But see, oh. you just pop them off and no. you still have Did your little, not. your glasses. All of them? The all ga- this? Yes, you get, you get all, all three designs. The game Are has you changed. kidding me? Fan optics, baby. They're always with you. And I love these things. So, and a keychain. And a keychain, too. Oh, my gosh. Kevin, love You're you, set. man. Thank you so much love for coming. You too. I know Tony, you can't great do a prediction, you. but I hope that the Eagles, the Eagles have a shot. I think it's going to be a great game. I think I so. thought that we got the two best teams, 13-win teams. I don't think Foles is, is, is the question mark. I think Brady handles the front seven. Exactly. I, I, I think that's going to be a huge story. 
Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Tony. Great to Try see you. Try to keep that. My voice will be shot by Sunday, but you'll sound strong <laughs> as ever, man. On Westwood One, you'll hear it all over on, on Sirius XM, right? Thank Which you. channel are they on on Sirius? 80, is it 88? 88? The great 88? You'll maybe? find it. Sirius XM, yeah, yes. NFL Radio. Yes, yes. Westwood One on many great stations around the country. Stations. 700 stations. Yes, yes. It's awesome. Yes. You'll hear Kevin Harlan everywhere. And then now that the government shutdown's over, even overseas, yes, right, on Armed right. Forces Radio. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, awesome, man. We want our troops yeah. to hear the Super Bowl. That is very important to us, and we think about that. We really do. Absolutely. Okay, thanks, we're Ken. playing music for just a second so you can take a picture. I will take a picture. Okay, good. We'll be right back. i got to take a picture with Kevin Harlan, and then I'm going to go and crash and then go out to a party tonight and drink. Okay, now you can do your quick pick, and, and we we're get done. Out of here. We're yeah. done. We gotta go. Okay, we're already an hour behind. That's all right. No, nope. it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Why are we? What? Anyway, I'm know. picking the Eagles. I think they win this game. Here's this. I, I hate doing scores. Bottom line is they're gonna win, so the point spread doesn't matter. And this is all hands on deck, Tony. It is. <laughs> the next man up. Uh, <laughs> I think Darren Sproles comes out if he can and help them in the end. No, Eagles are gonna win this game. I'm not going into the 40s and all that. I think they win this game 28 to 24. Oh, so it's going to be a little bit of a, t a tight a tight matchup. So four points lead, and Brady doesn't get in and, and do the come from behind and win it in the Oh, so you believe that it's going to be so – I was going to ask you to draw a little bit of a picture at the end of the game no, scenario. No, Eagles are up by four, so that means Brady needs right. a touchdown right. to beat you. Right. So And Eagle they can't tie with a field goal. Right, so Philadelphia up by four, and the defense will be on the field to yeah. stop Tom Brady and win Super Bowl 52. There you have it. It's on tape. Okay. Luigi, your pick. I, myself, I, I I foresee a little bit of a higher scoring game. 28 to 24 isn't exactly a defensive No, struggle. no, it's not whatsoever. I see a little bit more of a higher scoring game, <laughs> though. And I actually feel a little bit more of a comfortable victory for the Philadelphia Eagles. It could be. To the tune of 37-24. Wow. 37. And I do believe that you will see Tom Brady coming back on the field in the fourth quarter numerous times in his defense, turning them away and him throwing two interceptions in this game, Tony. There you have it. That's 37 so, so, so Luigi, Luigi says 37-24. 37-24 with Luigi. I actually I had it 28-21. No, I have a 28-24 right. Eagles. And I, I, I woke up with these two numbers in my head, 28-21. Eagles. Oh, for Eagles, okay. 28-21, yeah. so 20, a seven-point win. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Robin, 28-21 Eagles. Luigi, 37-24 Eagles. Yes, I'm going upscale. And Tony, you do, but you do realize the number one thing, the common denominator for both teams in this game, and it's the last hot take you will get Go ahead. for the entire Super Bowl run, because after this, I'm signing off for good. Good. This game right here is an absolute must-win game for both teams. You're absolutely right, man. Da-dun-da-dun. Now get the hell out of here. <laughs> or as, as our, my good friend Senator John Burton out in San Francisco would say after that hot take 
Oh, wait. Oh, I, I'm allowed to play it? Yeah, I played it at the I'm end. Allowed to, I'm allowed yeah. to play it? Ah, yes. I'm allowed to play. Tony, set up one last time. Yeah, Senator whoa, John whoa, Burton whoa, would whoa, say, what is going on here? Hang on after one second. Your I, want to thank, I also want to thank everybody for tuning in. I will, but I'll do that. Let me just... We've got to do this real I quick. i got to do this. For, this I've been just, waiting. This is like the salutation. The Sam I am, as the Kevin Hart said. Luigi? <sighs> thank you. Hey, shut the fuck up and go outside, all right? Oh, thank you. All right, now that's official. We've got to thank everybody, Robin. Bonnie Jill Laughlin from the Puppy Bowl, Rod Carew, Hall of Famer, heart transplant survivor, Craig Gass, the comedian videographer, getgas.com is his website. Oh, Andrew, with Rod Carew, you have to... And the family, family, yes. Family, Mary and Ralph. Re Mary and Ralph Rulin, whose son died of a brain aneurysm, who's 29 years old, and then he was a, a organ donor and his heart an amazing, Put amazing into Rod story. Carew, who's number 29, and his numbers retired. Want to talk about it, retired by both the Minnesota Twins and the California Angels. Both have retired. I was 20. crying throughout the entire place. Thing. We want to thank Andrew Zimmern from the Travel Channel, a good friend. Now we could call him. You know, people say, "Oh, friend of the show." Andrew Zimmern loves us, and we love him, and all the other people that made this show possible. Thinoptics.com. Go check them out. Order online. You can pick out any design. It's unbelievable, the stuff they have. And when you order and at checkout, Tony Bruno Show, put Tony, or put Bruno down, you know, in the checkout, and then they said, you have a promo code? You put Bruno in there where it says promo code, and you get 15% off just by mentioning the show. And, of course, the great people at Switchboard Live, you take one stream, and it goes to them. Switchboard Live. It makes it go everywhere making there's, it better. There's so many applications for Switchboard, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a, a gamer, whether you, whatever it is, even for family reunions, yep. you can you can stream to different people. I mean, it is so fantastic. Your uncle's it, fighting in the backyard. Or, or exactly. for weddings, that, for people that can't make it there. Like, if I'd been able to use this when Kimberlyn got engaged, my daughter, yep. it would have been so much easier for people to see it all over. On Facebook, on Twitter, on everything. Switchboard Live. Go to switchboardlive.com. No, it's switchboard.live. Switchboard switchboard and all the information's live. in here. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. You don't have to worry about bandwidth. They take care of it for you. It's a great invention. And don't forget to see us if you're in Minneapolis or you tell your friends in Philly, come on out to the viewing party, Town Hall Brewery, 3 o'clock Central Time. So that's two and a half hours before kickoff. We will be lit, woke, and everything else you need to be and we will be doing live stuff from the Town Hall Brewery so you can see what's going on in Minnesota, back in Philly, or anywhere else in the world while this Correct. game is going on. It's going to be awesome. Now, before we go, Luigi has something to say that you would really like to, to add. Yeah, I want, I want to say that, and it's, it's a little tough. It's a little tough. It's getting misty-eyed. I'm not even going to lie to you. So four years ago, I started doing this, and my ultimate dream was to someday be able to broadcast at Radio Row alongside my idol, which is you, and my Eagles be in the Super Bowl. It's been a hell of a long week, man. It's been a lot of craziness and fighting back and forth, and anxieties and frustrations have been high. Except for me, I don't. I'm I, totally calm. Tony, this has absolutely been my dream come well, true. Well, thanks, man. I'm Thank glad you, you could make I'm, it. No, with I'm, us, I'm dead serious. Thank you for everything you've given me, Robin. The same thing, but it's tough. You, you, love, don't, you, know. you know, you don't get the start to say I'm going to quit my job, and someday I'm going to broadcast on Radio Row with Tony Bruno alongside. Wait, all wait, wait, these wait. other people, all my peers, and my hometown Eagles are going to be in the Super Bowl. And they're going to win Tony, the Super Bowl. And Tony, it freaking happened, Tony. Yes, it it did. happened, dude. Dreams do come true. It man. happened.
Dreams come true. I love you guys, man. I appreciate Hold on. it so much. We need much. to get these Eagles guys over here. Yeah, get them over I here. Can't. They're everywhere. Can you tell them to come over here? Tell the Eagles I, guys to come over. I don't over. think Vikings fans are going to tell Eagles fans to come over here. No, they're going <laughs> to tell them to get out of here. You know what they're going to tell them. Anyway. Tony, I think hold we on, need... I need on, come on. on. I'm going to try to get him. No. It's a good thing we don't have a hard out on this show. You know what we're going to do, though? What are we going to do? We're not going to do, we're not going to do the old original get out. I'm not going to do the, the outer limits out. We're going to go old school, Tony. Let's go old school. Oh. Yeah, we're going old school. I'm not doing the outer limits out. I'm going old school, Robin. This is old school. We went the opposite direction. I'm making an executive decision. All right. Tony. Well, be careful out there, everybody. Stay safe. Don't over drink. Don't do anything crazy when the Eagles win the game on Sunday night. Show the world that we are not animals. Show the world that we are real fans who have been waiting for a long, long time in Philly to finally get that Lombardi trophy and make us all proud. So we'll see you all over the weekend. We'll be going live on Facebook. You'll get the notifications. We'll take you to the parties. Tonight we'll be, we'll be donning the, uh, daunting the, uh, the incredible tuxedos by Dominicos who, who helped us out. We're getting tuxed up tonight. And tomorrow for two parties. Two at the same time, Tony. Dude. Correct. Will we survive? Find out all over the weekend <laughs> when you tune in and follow us on Twitter. We have all that stuff. At Tony Bruno Show, at Luigi Curto 22 at Miss Robin Austin on Twitter and Instagram. We'll see you over the weekend. God bless America. It's a beautiful country, even in the bold north. See Interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Kuhn, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.